And welcome to episode 399 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Oh, 399. 399. And and yes, 400 is 10 years. <laughs> just just to remind you that we've been doing this show for almost a decade. Well, well, we talked about this, it for this people, for those people don't know. Sometimes Ed and I, we talk after the show, like, you know, how does it feel? Is there anything else that we know? We don't really normally talk about on the show. And I was like, we've been doing a 10 year, and he just was flabbergasted. Cool. Well, <laughs> he was asking, I think he asked me, like, when when the first show was or something like that. Like, you know, there was something because we were talking because the 400s coming up and da 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 da. Right. You know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, it was like November of, of 2012. And he's like, He's like, yeah, we've been this for for a decade, and I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, it hasn't been nine years yet, but yeah, it's getting close. So. <laughs> so I, was, I was just kind of, I was stunned. I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I wasted this much of my life. <laughs> right? How much? How many hours dedicated to nerdy bullshit? <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you listen to me. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so, how was your weekend? You know, uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, I, 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 uh, my cat had to have dental surgery on Friday, so that led me oh, to, to watch things. What's that? <laughs> to avoid a catastrophe. That's why. That's what. That's basically what it comes down to. I mean, she had some plaque because she was she was a stray that we we adopted. And, uh, uh, the, you know, the, every, every doctor, every vet we took her to, taken her to, they've mentioned it, you know, kind of thing. And it's something that's not really that important to get, you know, fixed, you know, cause like people have bad teeth or whatever, but like later in life, she might have problems with it. So, you know, you want to get it like early kind of thing, preventative kind of, you know, uh, uh medical thing to be done and all. Cause she had, she had to, she had to get some teeth extracted as well. Cause they were going bad and all. And they could have caused her problems, you know, down the road. So we figured, let's do this now because we want to keep around for a long time, you know, because we're her guardians, we're her, you know, her, we're her adoptees, you know, we want to, you know, protect her as long as we can, and you know, that's that's the reason, you know, part of the reason why, you know, we did this, and you know, so that so that was, you know, it was it was a big chunk of change, but it was to me, it's worth it, you know, it's just, you know, because I know that, you know, if she has a long, healthy life, and it was worth it because she's a very loving cat to us, and. Uh, you know, she she, uh, she she takes the stress out of my life. So that's why I, I do things for her, you know, kind of thing. Some people don't understand because they're like, they don't think I'm like a cat lover at all, you know, like because I have no heart, you know, no soul, right. you know. And, you know, it's kind of surprising to hear that. Like, what, really? Ed has a cat? And he, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, believe it or not, like, you know, um, so it actually led me to watch a couple things on Friday because I had to take Friday off to for the surgery and wait around. While I was writing around, I was like, all right, I got this thing I got to watch. And it was long. And it actually, I took a course of two days to watch it. I started actually Thursday night watching this thing. I'm burying the lead okay. on this, I know. But um, I watched Justice League, uh, uh, the Zack Snyder cut of it. Uh-huh. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that later in the show. You know, uh-huh. I'm sh- sure that's going to come up. Uh, type of thing. But I also got to see the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. 
Um, so I was able to see kind of a little bit of Marvel and a lot of bit, a lot of DC this this <laughs> is past couple of days, and uh, yeah. So, uh, but I rather instead of instead of going in and and talking about it, I rather hear what you did because uh, I know you probably did those two things. But what else you did this week uh, of interest? Um, <clears throat> well, okay. Uh, let's see. I. I uh, well Wednesday was my big day. I got the 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 COVID shot, the well the the vaccine <laughs> part one part one part one uh, of the vaccine. This so it's it's so important. It's got to come in two parts. <laughs> you know, it's like the Zack Snyder of vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Long and drawn out. <laughs> oh! Zing. <laughs> It's starting already. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I went to the. I, here's how it, I'll give you my my the day. Um, had to get there early, you know, because I have a scheduled time, and I, not I know where I'm going because there's signs. So I read the signs, you know, and I go in. And I'm sitting at the moment I walk in, though, I felt like I was the youngest person in the room because that that didn't have. Uh, a doctor's degree, <laughs> you might say. Because <laughs> um, when I walk in, there is, you know, there is an old guy. I walk into a room, and in that room, there's chairs, and you're supposed to sit down and wait for someone to call you up. You know, it's like it's kind of like you're getting registered, so you you wait your turn. Right. Well, it was me, this old guy, and this old lady. You know, they were had been like in their seventies, maybe even eighties, and I'm, you know, and I'm not in that age group, so I'm like, you know, I'm. Uh, I was raised let, let the older people go first. They need it just as much as everybody else does, but they probably need it more. Right. But the guy, this old guy, comes walking in, just just behind me, and instead of sitting down like I did, he walked right up to the the, the one girl taking the registrations. You know, to and he's like, um, then the girl was like, not really taken back because no one was sitting there. I guess she was just like, okay, I guess you're first kind of deal. And she starts talking to the gentleman, and she's like, "Okay, well, what time's your appointment?" Doesn't have an appointment. <laughs> she's like, "She's like, well, how did you hear about this?" Like, he he mumbled something, and she's like, "So you are he just came in? You just thought you'd get a shot?" She's like, "What doesn't really? We're not doing that. We're we're scheduling appointments. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to." go to you know she gives him like the card like hey you gotta go here make your get and make an appointment right you know she's like you can try for later today and, you know i don't know if we're gonna have an opening but you can you can try but he was just like just she just kind of looked dumbfounded like this guy random old guy just walks in and goes yeah i can have my shot please <laughs> like just I, I was like oh boy so then i i sit down you know, she calls me up, and I'm like, sit down and give her all my information. And I, at the time, I didn't know which one I was getting because I kind of went – I didn't go in blind. I mean, I knew I was getting something. I just didn't know which one because you have three different options. Right. You know, and they're not really options. You're told which one you're getting when you walk in. And the options were, you know, the Pfizer uh, – you can get either the Pfizer, the um, – uh, the Johnson Johnson one and the Moderna, Moderna, Moderna one. Um, Moderna just sounds like an old lady's name. Um, hey Moderna, come in! We're going over to Moderna's house to play gin rummy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, 
I, I getting up, I was like, so which one am I getting? And I got the Pfizer one. I got the, you know, the, the, the rock star of the three, you know, and I was like, okay, you know, thanks for letting me know. Where do I, you know, she's like, okay, just go out the door, hang around, you know, and I, I had some general questions that I needed to ask the, the nurse who was going to stick me just because I take certain medicines. I wanted to make sure, like, I also read, like, this isn't really, like, FDA approved. And I'm like, oh, so this isn't really, it hasn't been okay yet, but sure, sh- what the hell, stick it in me. <laughs> <laughs> paper like the after you sign the waivers of like you know hey just in case uh, the only thing i felt safe was the fact that i was i did it at a hospital so if there was an issue i guess what i'm right there you know i'm not like in the middle of nowhere being like yeah, yeah just, that's that's the thing like you you think that but i also think like dude it's like quick get him in the car get him in the car we're gonna throw him somewhere after he dies because right. it's just like you know we're we're not getting sued again for this stuff <laughs> quick take his wallet <laughs> so I, you know, I sit down raise up my arm and I'm like you know here's my questions and they answered it and everything was like you know, it was wham bam thank you ma'am you know it was I was in out I waited my 15 minutes I got myself a nice couple little stickers because I have I didn't realize that I got my shot on St. Patrick's Day so I had like kiss me I'm vaccinated stickers <laughs> you know <laughs> I got my, you know, my little Pfizer club card, you know, I feel like I'm in East Germany. Can I see your papers, please? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's, what, that's what the sad part is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out that way where people are going to be asking for, like, papers, like, like for vaccinations because, like, the travel, that's going to be, like, the first step. Like, I think, like, you know, if, if you want to travel abroad or – you know, even almost state to state, like like certain states, you're gonna have to be concerned. Like Hawaii, you uh, now you have to show it whether you're vaccinated or sure. not. You know, or well, they not. I don't know if it's vaccinated, but I know it's at least you have to show that you have had the uh, test to show that you were negative within a certain amount of time. So it's not even like, oh yeah, I got vaccinated, I got uh, or tested last month, and I'm negative. No, that's not good enough. Like you have to do it within two days or three days of before leaving to 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 travel because you need that like time frame. <laughs> oh, I can think of is there's one people, bunch of people on Tinder with just the, their part of the card. Like, I got my shot. I'm okay to go out. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's gonna happen. That's the, that's the scary part. I mean, that's that's the that's the thing that some like people are gonna be more germaphobic about this, and that's what's. Yeah. Do you have your papers, please? I see you've got the Pfizer cap. Oh, now you can wonder cross pollinate the Pfizer with the Johnson and Johnson. Like you find out those people don't really interact well with each other. <laughs> <laughs> The Moderna are a little more snobby. I just, you know, the Pfizer people are the partiers. Like, woo! <laughs> uh, so that was my Wednesday. And then Thursday, I uh, also, too, Wednesday was a big day because we got it. Stacy and I got our stimmies. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we were rolling in dough. <laughs> you know, so, so we did what just any good American did went and paid off bills. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing the government didn't want you to do was just you know be responsible with it. We were for a little bit, you know. We had a I have a, I have a credit card, so we, I wanted to pay it off. 
get it done, back down to zero just to be on the safe side. Right. Me, I, I felt very adult. Like, look at me making the mature decision. <laughs> now let's go to the mall and blow it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole so, in my pocket and I need to get rid of it. Ooh, you smell that? It smells like burning denim. You know why? Because the money's burning a hole in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> So we went to um, the mall out in Jersey uh, for those lo- local people, Cherry Hill Mall. Mm. Uh, the reason why, because Stacy works for a, a shoe company. I don't know if she wants me to tell you anybody. She doesn't care. And she works for Journeys. And over at Journeys, the sh- there were some new exclusive vans that she wanted to get. And uh, the only place that she could find them was over with her size was over in the Cherry Hill Mall. I was like, all right, well, it's not that far from here. Let's go. We'll hop over the hop over the bridge into a whole other state. Um, and we get there, and I haven't been – first of all, the mall was super busy, which made me kind of anxious in the first place. But I felt just a little bit more – just a little bit more superior than everybody else because I'm walking around going, that's right. I got half a shot in me. What? <laughs> you know, what? That's okay. You could, you could get a little closer. We got masks on, but don't worry. Just – Oh, you don't have you know. Stay three feet away from me because I'm feeling kind of ballsy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we get her shoes, and one is it's a purple color and a green color. And when I say green, Ed, I'm not just talking like forest green or green green. I'm talking day glow neon '80s green, <laughs> like like the kind that you know. I don't know if you remember the '80s, Ed. Like I do. But <laughs> you remember the 80s like I do. Uh, no, actually, I was too young. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were neon was very popular. Oh, like, really? Bright neon shirts, like like yellow, bright le- neon, neon yellow, <laughs> neon green, neon reds. It was very like bright and partyish central, right? Yes. Well, at a certain point of the day, when the sun's it, like I always call it like the dusk, the twilight hour. At dusk, mm. anything that was neon just tend to glue, glow a little brighter. I, I don't know why. Someone who's probably way smarter than me probably go, well, you know, the sun's going down, but the UV rays from the original light are still there. I'm sure there is something there that would – it almost – imagine something neon being under a black light, and then it always seems to be shining like 10 times brighter. Yeah. That's the color of Stacey's green shoes are green. I would – if it was dark, someone out there in space went, are those those new green vans? <laughs> because they glow so hard. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It was, <laughs> it, it was, it, oh God, it was, a, it was a, uh, oh, it was, oh, damn it. There, there's a movie. Now I got to look it up. The, <laughs> John Ritter movie. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, Skin Deep. Skin Deep. <laughs> That's the movie. God, Condoms. God. Bounce around. No, this is how the Mars rover knows where Earth is at. Okay, that's how bright these things are. They're they're loud and they're obnoxious, and of course they're right up Stacy's alley. She loves them because they make a statement, and that statement says, "Wear some sunglasses." Because <laughs> <laughs> those fuckers are bright. I don't. I. Whew. So I'm like, all right. So that's we get those shoes, and then. We found that there was like a Lego store in the Cherry Hill Mall. So I'm like, well, fuck, let's go to the Lego store. You got you something. Now it's time to get myself something. So we go to the Lego shop. And first of all, very nice. I, I'm not 
The only thing that was brighter than her green shoes was the yellow inside this Lego store. <laughs> because it's this Lego yellow, oh, yeah. almost Simpson-esque kind of yellow tone in the bill inside the inside the shop. And there's two guys standing there. You know, they got the aprons on, they got the name tags, and they have all the sets like just lined up, like the ones that are available in the store. And the reason why we went one because I was curious, so I've never been, never really been into a Lego store, but for Christmas, I believe, yes, it was Christmas. You know, um, Stacy and it got me the Sith um, pixel art mm-hmm. from Lego, and it's done, it's built, it looks great. Well, we wound up getting a second one about two or three months later, and because said Stacy really likes the Darth Maul version of it mm-hmm. and i was like okay so we grabbed the second one now the thing is is if you if you get three of them because there's three different shots it's it's vader uh maul and kylo right mm-hmm. so if you if you get all three of them you can actually use all three and actually create this big mural of vader oh okay it's it's really and it's it's incredibly it's, it looks really really cool um because all it really is is just pixel art you're like okay you Put, they tell you how to do it and put here, 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 and here, and here. Um, it's just time consuming. Like uh, the Darth Vader one, didn't, it took a long time for me to build only because trying to find the free time to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy started the mall one not too long ago, but she kind of put a pause on it because she's, she's busy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we found, we got the third of the set of the Sith set because I want to make the, the big tall Vader one because I like that. It looked really looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, they have like there's one like an Iron Man set where they have like three photos of Iron Man, and if you can put if you get all three, it becomes like a big giant. You know, I think he's like flying or he's got his hand out. You know, it's like a it's like a like a long Vader stands tall. The Iron Man is more wide. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's one of the Beatles where you can get you know you get all four of them: John, Paul, Ringo, and George, and then you can make them to have their just their face but it looks like uh if you get them all four of them it looks like an album cover okay uh, the, the real nice one that stacy's a harry potter fan and they have the house sigils so you could all you gotta do is buy one set but they're all the i'm gonna say pips but they're all the little um nibs or uh, fuck what the hell they're called chips or whatever the fuck the little pips that you put in there to build it Mm. um, it comes with all of them so you can just pick one and just design one Um, you know if you're house Slytherin house Gryffindor house Hufflepuff and house Ravenclaw you get to pick your favorite one and and make that particular one or if you want to spend shell out a lot of cash you get four of them and create this big giant one um of course, the Stacy wasn't, but it, it's the art itself is pretty kind of cool and fascinating. Mm. So we were there. Of course, they had you know the Millennium Falcon put together, sold out, but put together. And maybe look at it and go, I got, can I order that? Because I got my stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking the big one, right? You're talking about that massive. Because yeah, there's I'm a smaller one out there. I think that's like 150 bucks or something like that. That's out there. No, I'm talking about the almost 800 dollars. Yes. Because I've yeah, seen that one in Florida. I've I've seen that in Florida, and I'm like, I drool over it every time I go down there and look at it. And I'm like, oh, I got it. You know, and it's it's so huge. And they have it, like, tilted on a side under uh-huh. glass. You can't even touch it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But this thing is massive, and you're like, I don't even know. I don't have a table big enough to put that on. Like, 
Uh, not only do I have a table put in, I don't have room anywhere to put that. It, yeah. it would it would definitely be it would be a centerpiece of a coffee table or a dining room table that would never be used except for when company was over. Like that, <laughs> that kind of table. You'd be you eating know? around. The right. You'd be, it'd be the centerpiece of a giant table, and you'd be like, "No, no, don't touch it. Can't even look at it. Just, just." Just kind of you have to look at it from the side of your eye yeah. while you're looking straight. Because if you look at it, it's going to fall apart and not the fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long it's going to put that in the fact they put it back together. Right. You get real mad and you're like, look, I'm going to pull the – don't don't try the old, you know, pull the thing out from underneath the flowers bit because yeah. that ain't going to work. <laughs> Have that Millennium Falcon hitting hyperdrive across the across the living room. It's going to smash into the wall, and I'm going to be like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> the only other one that I was really interested in buying it was they had the 1989 Batwing. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really cool looking. Um, and I was like, and it was reasonably priced. And by reasonably priced, I mean it wasn't too outrageous. It was just outrageous to go. Well, I got a lot of, I got the stimulus check, and and it's, I, I, I could justify it by saying I worked real hard for this money. Um, I think I want to say it was like two fifty, maybe three hundred bucks. But even still, that's still like, it's a lot for a Lego set. Hmm. But it's. But in comparison to the almost eight hundred dollar Millennium Falcon, it's a you know it's a drop in a bucket. Like that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I was looking at it going, oh, it looks really cool. I, again, nowhere to put it, so I'm like, you know, let's move on. But what was cool about it is because I've never been to the Lego store. Apparently, I when I bought the the final Sith set, the guys behind the counter were real nice. They're real talkative. Um, I got a bunch of tchotchkes that are like, oh, well, for coming in this store today, it's Easter time, so they gave me like some free, uh, like a free set, which you know, a couple free sets, and a, um, I, I, they were giving away free chocolate Easter bunny masks. You know, I was like, like, like full face, not face mask, but enough to be like, I put my head in the center. It didn't fit my fat head, but I, I want to giving it to my nephews. You know, because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna build the the Easter stuff. And I'm not going to – I can't walk around work with a, you know, chocolate Easter bunny mask on because it's not going to fit my face and it doesn't cover my face. It's just it's just chocolate bunny ears. Right. <laughs> um, you know, we walked the mall. We went to the Disney store because, you know, you got to – you know, you, you got a little get money. You got to throw some tidings to the mouse. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Here's, here's you came into some money. You know, we got we got some nice Disney masks for you to wear. You know, look, look, and your face could look like Chewbacca. <laughs> look, we, we got little baby Yoda drinking his hot tea, his soup. You can wear it. So that's what I bought. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got this. I got that one, and I got, I actually got one. It's a Mandalorian mask and uh, 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 a stormtrooper mask. And apparently, there's a Vader one out there, which I didn't see. But uh, yeah. The, you, you can go to shopdisney.com and buy some masks too there for anybody. <laughs> that's right I'm peddling Disney <laughs> like they're a sponsor yeah you know, you know give, give them some love you know because they're hurting disney.com give, give them a little something we saw a couple things like I there's a couple like stitch things and then right away when I see uh, any kind of Lilo and stitch stuff I think of your wife yeah I was like, yeah, I was like oh that's kind of nice 
and they had some really cool Mandalorian stuff. There was this really nice Vader statue that was, you know, um, looked really cool. Um, it was, it was kind of like our day out. You know, and of course, the whole while, you know, I got the, the, the half the vaccine courses through my veins, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, no, thank goodness I, I made it through the day. You know, my next uh, appointment is in like two and a half weeks because they wanted to three week increments. Okay. Uh, but then Thursday, I too did, I too watched the Justice League. Yes. Um, I did watch it in one sitting, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh huh, and I watched. Um, I also watched Falcon and the Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. I, I did. That. I did that in one sitting. <laughs> well, I did it. I did it in one sitting twice because I watched it like Friday night. Um, uh, but I wanted to kind of like zone it in and out a little bit because I was watching it real late at night, and then I watched it again last night with Stacey. Um, so I got I got a double dipped in that. Um. I think outside of that, I don't know if nothing else really spectacular went on. Um, yeah, okay, so... Uh, well, let's, right, let's move on then. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. At least uh, this is the week. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you wanna, let's start with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because I feel like it's an hour. You can, we can kind of either like it or you didn't like it or there's some, some things. So what did you think of the episode? I I loved it. I... I, I you 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 and what's sad is is that like with with the falcon the winter soldier like versus wandavision wandavision was like 30 minutes and it was over and you're like all of a sudden like you get into it and it's like it stops and you're going ah oh, come on <laughs> like it stopped this was 48 minutes long and again it was the same thing it was like oh come on like it was just ramping up to that perfect moment <laughs> and you going and you're going all right and then the big reveal happens in the end you know i don't know if i should spoil this or not you know kind of thing uh, I mean, I, don't, I, I mean, but probably now because it's kind of all over the internet. Because the okay, <laughs> go ahead, you can spoil it. Go ahead. The 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 end of it was, of course, they had John Walker, the U.S. agent, come out. Uh, you know, of course, they're calling him the new Captain America, but you know, right? Yeah. Right. Well, anybody who's a comic book fan knows that ain't Captain America. That's U.S. agent. Yes. Right. So, so I was like, so uh, I I didn't know I didn't know it at first because I'm thinking that doesn't look right, and I. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I, I know him, but I don't know. Him. Like, you know, and I'm like, right. I, I'm like, that's not my U.S. agent. <laughs> some my Captain America. You're right, it's not Captain America. It's U.S. agent. It's U.S. agent. Yeah. Because at first I'm like, I'm like, what's? Well, I'm like, wait a minute. And I, I like, you know, now now you're going through the lore of it all, and you're like, uh, da, 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 da. and I'm like, wow, that's so old. And you know, of course, I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, going back, you know, quite a number of decades, and I'm like. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I'm like, I knew who it was, but I, you know, it's like, it's like, like that familiar face, but you, you like, you see somebody in the, like somebody in the mall and you're going, I know you, but I don't know why. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I how think, do I know you? How do I know you? Like, uh, shit. Like, uh, did we date? No. And then and <laughs> what really got me was his uniform. Cause like the back of it looked like Captain America's uniform, you know? And you're like, oh, okay. And then you saw the front of it and I'm like, yeah, that it's not right, and I'm like, that's not Captain America. And I'm like, well, I'm, and then, and then, like that last like frame, it was like, oh my god, I, I, I know him, but I don't know him, and like, <laughs> like, like, like I saw the stripes, and I'm like, oh, it's it's, and I had to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read that on the tip of my tongue. Um, 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 U.S. agent, ladies and gentlemen, U.S. agent. Um. The actor who's playing him also did go to Twitter in hopes that people don't hate him 
because you know it's hashtag not my Captain America. <laughs> like everyone wants Chris Evans to, you know, no one should wear those colors except Chris Evans. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, technically there's U.S. Agent and, and there's Sam. He wears it too at one point in time. And I guess people were maybe more surprised the fact that they didn't, like, he didn't roll over and become Captain America right away. No, I, I kind of, you know, it was it was one of those type of things. I'm like, if it's called Falcon the Winter Soldier, odds are Falcon ain't going to be Captain America, at least not right. until the end of the season or whatever, you know, kind of thing. Like, that's the thing. I think this is going to be like a long build up. Well, not long, but, you know, whatever, how long, that, how many episodes they have. You know, it's right. going to be this constant struggle. I want to say six episodes, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, but I think you're right on that. I think I, I know it's not like eight. I think it's I think it's less than than what we're, we're normally going to get on this one. So I was like, oh, OK, whatever. But it's just, it was just it was just so great to watch the show because it's just, just just to see like like even though it's like so bizarre so far like i mean it's not bizarre but it's 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 one of those type of things because you know uh winter soldiers going through his uh, bucky Barnes is going through this thing with a psychiatrist well, i mean i well that i thought was interesting and, and fun because i felt like okay he's going through this kind of almost alcoholic thing because right. it's it's he's got, he's trying to make he's trying to make amends be, make amends to the things that he's done you know over the course of time and you're like all right it makes sense i'm i'm there for it i mean what else are you what else are you gonna have him do you know right yeah because and, he's hey, go ahead yeah you because know, you know, because i mean he can't be a soldier um, <laughs> i was just like all right uh, it made sense to me i'm like all right and for him to want to find a way to do the right thing um makes sense also because number one i he was a a good person to start off with, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think, you know, obviously when your best friends, your, when your best friend's Captain America and he does, you have to kind of like, well, for lack of a better term, live up to the legacy of Captain America and you want to atone because he's your best friend and he did all this stuff. He stood by your side. He believed in you. You know, the last thing you want to do is just, you know, sit on the sofa and watch Oprah. You know, just you want to do something hmm. about your situation. Um, so I, I kind of I, I dug it. I I mean, let's face it. I mean, in comparison, they they start off the whole episode with a nice big, you know, like fight scene with Falcon. A lot of nice aerial stunt work. They bring back the bad guy that Cap fought in Winter Soldier. You know, I'm like, all right, this, you know, the uh, the second, I want to say Torres is his name, the guy who was working with Sam in the beginning. Yeah, the guy, the boots on the ground, the guy. Right, the guy yeah. the boots on the ground. It's He actually is in the comic books. I don't want to spoil it for anything and anybody in case it is, in case that arc goes through on this story. I don't know if it will or not, uh-huh. but I figure I, I know, I heard who he is. And I'm like, oh, okay, now maybe let's let's watch this and find out. I was surprised to see um, what uh, what do you call it, Rhodey in there. But and a part of me is like, I'm surprised to see him, but then I'm not surprised because he's part of the Air Force. So why wouldn't he be right, there? Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it just gave that like that more of that um, uh, weight to it. You know, when you when you have Rhodey there, and you're like you're like all right, you know, you're. You're 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 putting more characters into the mix of this. You're making it more, 
you know, like it, you, it's it's part of the series in a way. Like we're you know we're we're, we're going along this adventure now with the two of them, you know, and 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 you know it was it was it. It was it was a good story. It really was. You know, it's this kind of thing. I just just when it got to that part, you're like, and it ends. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see where they're gonna go, and I'm like, all right, I'm I'm in. I'm in for this. I mean, I kind of feel like it. I find it funny and ironic that in in the world, it's another white guy being Captain America. You know, and in, in today's day and age, you could have any any ethnic person be Captain America. But I think, it, you know, obviously U.S. agent is also a white dude. But I, I'm like, OK, well, you know, it's one of those things where you're you're sticking with the status quo for now. Like and I, I understand that and I appreciate that, especially if Sam does pick up the shield at the end, because in my head, I mean, the only other two people that I know that took up the shield were Sam and Bucky at one point. So I kind of almost feel like, who are they going to give it to by the end? Are they going to make it Falcon and Bucky is going to be Captain America? Because, or are they going to go with Sam? You know, I mean, either way, I'm happy with it. I would like to see Sam because I feel like he's got a better connection to the modern world. Mm-hmm. Like, by making Bucky Captain America, you're still stuck in the same position. It's a man at a time. You know, it's Captain America light. Almost, right. and I, th- I think that Sam is a better choice because, you know, he'd be a good Captain America for today, not with, for the ideals of America that we want hope, that we're hopeful to have. I think Sam is a better leader or a better image than than the Winter Soldier would be. That's me. Uh, just you know, that's my opinion. Either way, um, I don't know if I'm out. I, I kind of there's a part of me that kind of hopes that Captain uh, U.S. Agent winds up being a bit of a dick. <laughs> like <laughs> he is. I mean, I, <laughs> just, just just a little bit. Just, just just saying, you know, he's a nut. So it's like you're you're gonna. Yeah, hopefully they're gonna translate that well into this. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, you don't know what you're getting. That that that's, right, especially that's, especially if they're trying. Maybe if you're trying to redo the super serum, so the, the super soldier serum, and it fucks with his head a little bit, so he kind of becomes the you know. The the uh, almost Homelander esque, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just just a little crazy and be like, ooh, truth, justice, in America way, and winds up you know punches people who you jaywalked. I would have to break your spine now, huh. <laughs> like that kind of yeah. attitude. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I was pleased. Um, Stacy was yelling at the TV a lot because a lot of the choices Sam was doing, she wasn't really living up. She was, you know, like bitching. Oh, you you call for five years, you come back, blah blah. It was it was very funny. I I was I was very happy watching her being animated. When the last time I think I was more animated. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so uh, here we got the we got the 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 light one out of the way. Yeah. Uh, all right, Justice League. J- Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, the skies have opened up, and the world's a better place now, right, Ed? <laughs> I mean, is that, I mean, is that why the sun came out? The, 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 the hype train was so huge on this. I mean, I figure now it's like I, I heard Jesus is coming back now. <laughs> you know, I, I hear everything's fine and dandy. The world's a better place, and and you know. All is right with the world because Zack Snyder got the cut that he wanted, <laughs> and the fans got it too. So you know, 
Oh, yeah, we got it. No more world wars. Uh, racism is gone. <laughs> Ethnic cleansing is gone. Mean people, trolls are gone. It's The world's a, a happy, happy-go-lucky world we live in now because we got to see the Flash and Iris scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so what'd you think, Ed? It was boring. <laughs> it was boring. It was f- the the only the only thing that I liked about this. Well, let me put it this way. I like the I like the, f- the fact they didn't make F- Flash a coward in this in this iteration of Justice League. I mean, yes, yeah. that was that was like, oh, OK, good. Like, you know, though, like I'm like, I'm like, well, there was kind of like lighthearted humor with him because he was kind of bizarre. Like he was like, you know, like he's still like I needed friends still. He that was that was right. the one thing. And like, can I keep the, you yeah. know, the bat, you know, thing like stuff that was in the movie, like the uh, Josh Whedon version, which you thought maybe was the stuff that he put in there. It's like, no, apparently Zack Snyder did that. Like, you know, everybody else was gone. And when, when, uh, you know, uh, commissioner Gordon turned around and you know, it's just him standing there and I go, Oh, they all left. That's rude. And then he runs off. Right. Like there's these moments where like, I, I, there, you're absolutely right. There was these moments where I'm going, okay, now, okay, this joke stayed, this joke stayed, that scene stayed like the, uh, what's your, what's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, okay, so that was a Zack Snyder line. Like I, there's, there's, I wish I could go back in time or, or at least capture those things where people bitched about certain jokes and certain scenes to be like, oh, that's clearly a Joss Whedon thing to see how it played now, knowing that those people who might've complained about those scenes find out that it's from Zack Snyder. Right. Like, um. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go on. What else? What else? Uh. Yeah. So. So. I mean. Like. For the. For like. The whole flash thing. It's like. All right. Like. At least they didn't make him a coward in this. Like. Because it was like. I just like. I've never been in a fight. Kind of thing. And all. And like. So. Other than that. Like. His timeline. His storyline was the same. Like. There wasn't anything to me. That was any different than the the, the Josh Whedon version. Other than him being a coward. You know. Type of thing. But it's the same with everybody else. Like, like there was like I don't remember like much of a difference. I, I, all I remember was it was a shorter version of this. Like, you know, <laughs> well, I, and then, but then like, like, and like, okay. Yeah. And the other thing I did like about it was Steppenwolf didn't look like a wuss in this version of Justice League. Because if you right. look, if you all the close up faces shots that Josh Whedon put in, I guess kind of thing, he has these like caring kind of eyes on his face and it really detracts me every time i saw it, it was like he's the he's the guy who's going to conquer earth for dark side like like he looks like he's sad like he's gonna cry <laughs> like, yeah like type of thing at least like he does i'm like he's not pussy out this version of it i'm like all right you know i can get i can get behind step wolf on this one you know? Like, okay you know like like you know but i mean like the end though like like the 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 it felt the end like was rushed to me in a way. <laughs> if the end is rushed after a four hour movie, someone went, Oh fuck. We're like the three hour and fi- three hours and 50 minute mark. We got to wrap this shit up at some point. That's, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. <laughs> but you got to remember the very ending with the, okay, we're going to have to obviously have to spoil this um, with the Batman Joker scene in the, I'm not even, the, I'm not even there yet. I'm not even, oh, I'm not even, there yet. I'm not oh, even okay. that there part of that. I'm talking the part where 
where uh, 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 Cyborg has to go and interface with the with the, the cubes. Uh-huh. And like I like the fact I did like the fact that like they took him like and he's normal and his in his you know Gotham City you know uh, uh, right, sports right, jacket right. you know kind it's, of thing and the, and the boots humanity and, yeah you know type of thing and, but like through the whole thing like like the the that part like was 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 bizarre because all of a sudden it was like he sees now like his mother and father are standing there with him a version of him and he goes yeah you can join us blah 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 and he goes I'm never broken and I'm like it. Was that ever mentioned before? Like, do I have to go back and watch this again now? <laughs> like, and I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm like, the only time I'm going to do that is to torture somebody. Like, you know, like, oh, you haven't seen, the, you haven't seen the Zack Snyder Justice League? Come on, <laughs> like, you got four hours to kill? Come on to my house. We'll sit down and we'll watch this because <laughs> I want to torture you for four hours. But that's that's the idea. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't remember that at all. Like, like the people are telling me he was a broken man or, or he was broken and, you know, because he's like, there's nothing wrong with me. I was never broken. And all of a sudden, boom. And then he calls for Superman to help separate the boxes. And I'm thinking that was like, like that was never established. Like kind of thing. Like, like how did he know Superman was there? Cause he was so in enthralled in the boxes. Like, did he hear Superman? And like, like well, that, that, that becomes poor writing. Yeah. As I say, like, like, like that situation part of it was like, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, like, like yeah 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 had me half asleep through the whole thing and i woke up because i'm like I'm like wait a minute that's not right <laughs> like i'm like i'm like it took you three fucking three and a half hours to get to this point and you still fuck it up like well, well there's well, yeah i mean there's this moment where i think where where soups comes up from behind him as uh, behind uh cyborg to stop uh steppenwolf from get cleaving him in twain um with the axe, you know, he hits Soup's shoulder and he does the whole, like, you know, busts it with the cold breath and, you know, but maybe he heard him then. I don't know. That's possible. <laughs> and, and then it's like, you know, I'm, I'm watching these, I've been watching these YouTube videos about people's reactions to it. And a lot of people are like, it's not like people are saying they loved it. You know, like I haven't found one that said, like, oh my God, thank God this is me. Like, <laughs> finally this came out because it's just like it's four hours like like no matter how no matter it could have been it could have been shakespeare but it was four hours and the thing is is like the only the only positive thing that anybody could say was that zack snyder is a visual artist and four hours of visual art is not really like it's boring it's just like uh, yeah it's great i like the scene i like the scene where dark side they were looking through this kind of like portal and the dark side's looking at the justice league and justice league look like a dark side guy that that face off kind of moment like as it before it disappears and then he decides to attack earth you know and do the old-fashioned way and get his forces together instead of you know sending somebody and you know you know uh, to get the boxes and all that kind of stuff so you you go and okay that sets it up for a sequel crap like <laughs> <laughs> that's all, that's all I got thinking. I was like, ah, crap. And then, as you were, as you alluded to, there's one final big scene, you know, kind of right, thing. Right, the epilogue. And that's the part where I believe that that's where they filmed the extra stuff because the Joker Batman scene was never in the original cut. Zach, this was the four, supposed to be the four minutes that he added to the movie because he felt like fans got denied the fact to see Ben Affleck with Jared Leto's Joker. So he added this part in the movie. This is actually the new footage that everyone was talking about. And I mean, what did you think? Did you mean to, <laughs> mean to continue on at the? No, go ahead, the go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to hear what you have to say because I, I, there's 
other things that I like to add and build off of. But yeah, go ahead, keep, keep going. I I thought it was terrible. I just I was like, <laughs> I'm like I'm like you know I'm like because like like you there was one point where in the movie before the epilogue there is a vision of the future, you know where where if they bring Superman back to life something's going to happen kind of thing and they show it to you and you figure oh that's that's if like because he he doesn't turn like he's he fights the justice league basically after he resurrects him so they they resurrect him from that goo and you know and using the one of the boxes to uh, uh to, to 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 uh light him up so you so you're going oh okay like maybe that's what we're getting you know kind of thing because that's what that's what i was expecting to be honest and it was disappointing. I didn't get that because I'd rather have the, you know, dystopian world where like Superman is now the evil overlord of, of Earth. You know, like that would have made more sense, you know, to me. I don't know why. To, <laughs> call me crazy. But okay. th- th- that's how I saw it, you know, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, like it th- didn't happen. And it continued on the way that we saw basically like to me, it was like four hours surmising of of everything. Like they just inst- in- included extra things that were like okay that make more sense like the whole aquaman thing with with you know uh uh you know uh what do you call it because I, I, I don't think with, uh, with, with willem, willem dafoe you keep tr- trying to give him the trident to you know because he sees something coming and he wants to you know prepare him and he walks away from it uh aquaman walks away from it and you're going okay that made a little bit more sense the the setup more with with flash you know with the whole like trying to get a job thing and you know and, and you said the, the the seeing the girl which was i was it uh it's 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 iris west okay it's, it's what do you call it it's, it's well it's going to be iris west it's iris he saves iris west yeah yeah or uh, yeah because she she it's it's they wind up getting married and, you know it's it's barry allen and iris west yeah um, so, so I, I wasn't sure if that was her or not. Uh, you know, I yeah, thought it was you're right. and, so, Unless you knew that going in, you just thought he was, um, you know, saving some random girl that he was enamored with because she was pretty. But it, it's that's his future wife, right? So, so you go, okay, you know, so so it it, it gave you setups, and it's the same thing. It's like, like, did you really need that? Like, like, do we really need these scenes? And I'm I'm gonna say no. Like, like, I don't think. It made it any better of a movie to watch these these extra scenes. I mean, it was just like, uh, you know, I'm thinking maybe they should have made it a mini series and, and and released it one hour a week, you know, for four weeks. I would have been happier with that because then my ass wouldn't. Hurt. And I'm lying down and my ass was hurting watching this movie. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe like 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 it's like wow, man, like like it was just like because there was times I had to turn it off because it was just like, yeah, I need to do something else. Like I have to walk away from this to do something else because i am so bored and i i'm looking at the time clock to go in how much and i'm like crap two minutes just went by felt like a half hour like you know <laughs> that's how it felt and it was just like thing so when you get to the end of it when you get to this epilogue and you see him talking to joker batman's talking to joker because they're they're teaming up to i guess try and take down batman or try and stop batman or not batman sorry superman and you know, so the the the, the whatever less of left of the Justice League is there together. You're going, okay, you know, like it's it's that future that they keep showing in all these movies. So there there was obviously something big going down the pike that we're never going to see. Hopefully, that, <laughs> that that happens. But the interaction was so terrible. Like like I'm like the Jared Leto Joker. He looked 
how do I put this without being offensive? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. He, he, that was the worst looking Joker I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, okay, it's the future, and you know, you can't, you know, pretty himself up or whatever. Fine. Okay. Great. But you, you, the conversation with him and Batman was like thing, and then he gives him that calling card, like to go and you know for the truce and all, and then you see his hand shaking because you think he's scared of, of Batman, and you're going really, like, yeah, that I don't buy that, like, like, like that, like to me because I figured I figured is he is he kidding is he joking around and it, it, he was he was like the, he was trying to show literal fear of Batman after Batman said that what he was going to do to promise to Harley Quinn. Because Harley Quinn died, you know, and and you know, or you know, supposedly, I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't there, so, <laughs> so you 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 go and you're going, like I think I, I, I'll be honest, I think that you might actually have to see it for a second time. Oh, a lot of the stuff that you think you missed was already was set up, but okay. I'll, I'll get to, I'll I'll when it gets when it gets to my turn, I'll fill in those holes for you, right? But I mean, the the the, the conversation was so terrible it was bad writing was what it come down to that that was the main thing like like i think they, they acted the best they could with the characters they had right i i wasn't a fan of the camera angles like the real close-up but i mean they filmed it during covid like they filmed it not too long ago so you couldn't have them face to face with each other and ben went through rehab already at this point so his body probably isn't the same mm. you know so maybe they closed up uh the Jarrett Leto, the damaged tattoos are all gone, which, you know, but they mention like, they mentioned multiverse a couple times in the movie. So a part, sometimes a part of me thinks, okay, well, is this like a different version of the multiverse that we're watching or, or are they just throwing in the word multiverse just to, you know, like what, what's the dealio kind of deal. But uh, all right, keep going. So, so you, we also get that. And there's one last thing I want to add that annoyed uh-huh. the fuck out of me. This movie, uh-huh. there was two scenes in this movie with another character that was never brought before that nobody knew about. <laughs> it was a total shock. It was a waste of time. It really was. Like I didn't. I'm like, what the fuck was he for? Like why? Like what was what was his purpose? You know, kind of thing. Which I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it right now. Martian Manhunter is in the movie. Uh-huh. He he doesn't help the Justice League in any way, being a part uh-huh. of it. He uh he, he helps Lois basically trying to get out of the the grieving that she is for Clark Kent Superman after his death. So you kind of go, okay, that was the the one thing, and then he comes back and sees Bruce Wayne and talks to him that he wants to kind of join the Justice League because it's his time he's he's part of this planet and he should join in the fight and I'm like where the fuck were you when they were fighting Darkseid like or, or Streppenwolf like like where were you for that like you know you, you couldn't step up then like what, what are you a pussy like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Philly in me. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. What, you, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and like, now you show up, the fight's over. You know, it's like, you know, like hopefully we don't have to do this again. Apparently we will, but like whatever. You know, now we got another guy. Like, you know, and it's just like, you know. And then, the, the, well, well, if, if you remember the, the slogans at the time, it was "Unite the Seven. He was the seven. Right, so it was just like you, you, you never got him. Like, and and, and you only got right. two two crappy scenes, and you're like, and you're like, really? And I'm like, and then the like, Bruce Wayne's reaction to it was like so, like whatever. I'm like, I'm like, 
Hmm, I, well, I mean, at this point, he's already seen everything, so <laughs> it was to me. It was just it was just one of those things. Where I was like, it just it just annoyed me. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, man, like like just it just didn't fit. Like it just didn't fit. Like they should just cut that out of the movie altogether. Save okay. save this five minutes worth of of movie because it was it just wasn't worth it. It really wasn't. Like I I I don't understand like why he had to be in it. Like I just. It didn't make sense to me. Like it just it didn't fit at all. Like in this movie at all. Like it was just it was too randomized. You know, like to have him. Like if he was more and more scenes with with it, even if he was just kind of like a background character that didn't do much, but he was kind of like you saw hear him once in a while, like watching things or something like that. At least he would be like, all right, there's there's something to this, you know, kind of thing. But you got him in two scenes. One he's talking to Lois, and then one he goes to Batman. You're like you're like. It just doesn't add up. There was it just irritated me because it was just like it just didn't fit. It just it it just I'm like oh my god, just it just was so unbalanced. I mean, it was four hours and it was so unbalanced. It was just like it was driving me crazy. But that's that's just my take on it. What about you? What do you, what did you think? Well, um, this is where this is the best way I could put it. It made an average movie longer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, to me, this in a perfect world, if we would have gotten Zack Snyder's Justice League in 2017, it wouldn't have been this version of the movie we saw. Mm-hmm. What we saw was the extended cut of a movie that was made, a la Dawn of Justice. You know, Dawn of Justice was like two and a half hours, but there was this ultimate edition which added an extra half hour to the movie, which made it a three hour movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that three-hour movie is best. Also, I, you know what? I forgot to add what I also did this week, too, was to build up to this four-hour epic was I started watching. I watched Man of Steel. I watched Dawn of Justice. And I watched the Justice League, the the, the original version. Mm-hmm. So when Thursday came around, I was all – I could sit there and go, okay, I'm now in the mindset of, of – I've just fresh came off – freshly came off of watching Justice League. The I'm going to say the 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 Whedon one, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm like, okay, so now I can sit here and, and I would say accurately have an formulate an opinion because the one's fresh in my mind versus this one, and what I felt was it was that if some scenes I felt like were longer, like I I thought the Flash and Iris scene wasn't needed, you could have cut that out. I thought that the um, I thought that the Aquaman and Willem Dafoe character shot wasn't needed either. Like, if you had to sit there and go, okay, if you were given this movie, as is, this four-hour movie, and you say, okay, well, now we need to make cuts so we can make a a two-and-a-half-hour movie so people can go see it, you know, in theaters because we need to generate an income, and they don't like to have, you know, like, when we found out with um, the three-hour version of Endgame, you can only show it so many times during the day, but I guess maybe now it wouldn't matter. So you might get away with like a three-hour cut of this movie, mm-hmm. but you could have trimmed it down in certain aspects. Like you didn't. There were scenes, and I felt like what was done is since they gave him the money to finish out the special effects and do a little bit of extra filming with the because you got to remember too that there before we last week show I was like okay well, what what are we getting because we're hearing all these different stories. First, it was that that none of the stuff that was in the Justice League the the 2017 was going to be in this cut 
because it was all new footage and all new everything. And the first thing I see is Bat Bruce Wayne in a town talking to about fighting Aquaman. Now they did cut out the you know the joke I heard you can talk to fish joke. I'm like okay clearly that's a Josh Whedon thing. Gotcha. But ultimately the scene's still the same. You just cut it. It's just you just took you just edited it differently. But you took out the stuff that you filmed and pulled out the stuff that Josh Whedon might have filmed. Mm. Um, there was a couple different music cues. I felt the music cues were a little pompous. Just like we, do we really like? I don't under like when. Aquaman's walking in the water slow in the Joss Whedon version. It's I think it's the Seven Armies um, with the uh, the white stripes, and in this one, it's a completely different song. It's like more of a slow, like melancholy, like it's. It felt like everything was like a. It felt like I was watching a funeral. Like you know, <laughs> whenever you have like a funeral with someone famous dying, they always have like a singer, mm. and it's, like and it just felt like I was watching this funeral procession for quite. Maybe like the first couple hours, maybe first hour. Um, I thought like there was a moment where Stacy looked up because she was half watching it because she had no interest in it, especially knowing it was four hours long. She looks up and and she's like, "Just credits are still going?" Because she was like, "You're like 17 minutes in the movies and you're seeing credits still." I'm like, "Well, I was like, to be fair, this the credits started maybe like." five minutes ago like you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of build up just to the opening credits um, I, I so I felt like watching this movie okay, um, I felt like this would have been you would have gotten a shorter cut in theaters and this was the hey you know what if you buy the blu-ray it, it comes with the extended cut the four hour extended cut of the Justice League you know as the perk to buy the blu-ray um, there was a couple things I I I appreciated. I liked Wonder Woman more in this movie than I did it's definitely in 1984. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I thought her scenes were phenomenal. Um, they were a little longer, uh, which I appreciated because I I thought I thought Ben was still good as Batman. I still wish we had got maybe got uh, at least one movie with him in it. Mm-hmm. You know, by himself. Um, I thought like okay, obviously the scene where Aquaman sitting down on the lasso of truth. Clearly, you cut that. The most awkward part of to me in the first movie was uh, Batman land. Oh, that's bleeding. I'm, uh, yeah, I think. I'm, yeah, that's bleeding. Like after he fights the big f- Superman fight, mm-hmm. you know, when they bring him back from the dead, when he's laying on the ground, um, I'm like, uh, I hate that line because Batman just Batman's more of a yuck yuck kind of guy in in the in the Joss Whedon version. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, I thought the fight scene when when Clark does come back from the dead and the big fight scene between all of them was a little was a little better. But I was surprised at how much was still Zach's and how much how little was cut, or how how little how little was added. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, the Batman looking at him and going, do you, or Superman looking at him and going, "Do you bleed?" as he throws him into the car, kind of thing. Like it was. When back then it was like okay it was a callback but I, I to me the reason why I said it is because his brain is starting to remember everything he didn't like about Batman why he went kind of crazy at that moment mm-hmm. um, I am a little annoyed I guess I felt like Batman's contingency plan and 
the Joss Whedon version was have Lois Lane be there. Here she just casually is there because she goes there every fucking day, mm-hmm. apparently. So she just happened to show up at the exact right moment when Superman's beating the shit out of the Justice League. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, that seems a little too quinky dink to me. Right. Um, but I would have preferred it to have been a setup in case this was going to happen. You know, that she was there as a backup plan. Plan B, you might say. Um, I Overall, I was like, I didn't hate the movie. I didn't hate it. There was some stuff I was like, okay, I understand why that, that was cut. Um, here's, here's where I felt the real problem was. And this is, it's with Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf's motive, motive for doing what he's doing. Okay. They set up that he's trying to get back in Darkseid's good graces. Mm. Right. They never tell you exactly what he did to get out of those good graces. Right. Okay. So there's problem, problem number one for me. It was that, okay, what's his motivation outside of getting, he wants to win back dark side's favor. What did he do that made him be a fuck up? Because Desaad was like, I knew he was going to fuck up from the start. And dark's like, yeah, I guess we're going to do this the old fashioned way kind of deal. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it? Like, it didn't help that when they cut to the scene of like, oh, well, Darkseid was here before, like young Darkseid, and he got his ass handed to him by all the by all the people. And then in their hastily retreat, they left the three boxes behind, which made me go, whoops. But and I was like, OK, well, maybe Darkseid knew, maybe not Darkseid, maybe um, what Steppenwolf knew that and he was trying to win back favor to Darkseid. By getting the boxes because he remembered that they were there. But that was never said. It was never spoken. That was me filling in logic gaps. Right. But well, they, they did was, mention it once in the in the film, apparently, because, you know, he was talking to uh, what's her name? What's that guy's name? The guy with the hood what was his name. Decide. When he when he was talking to decide, like there was there was a there, there. He mentioned something of what what happened. The, well, yeah. OK. It's the anti-life equation. Yeah. Well, no, before the Anthea Life Equation, because he, he mentioned something like, like like apparently, I guess, something that Steppenwolf agreed to or something like that that, that got him out of out of favor with, with uh, uh, okay. uh, uh, Darkseid. But that, that's the thing. Like, like I, that didn't bother me as much. Like, I didn't really care. Like, it was like, it was like okay, like, they have a story, you know, and it's like, yeah, I would have liked to know how. Like that that would have that would have been nice, but it didn't really matter. Like, cause right, was... but here's the part that really pissed me off about the storyline. All right, here mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you go, huh? Hopefully, it'll make you scratch your head. The anti Steppenwolf tells them that the anti life equation is here on Earth, right? It annoyed me that Darkseid doesn't remember the spot where he got his ass handed to him for the very first time. <laughs> that that bothered me because I'm like sitting there going, okay, you're this great conqueror or whatever, gotcha, fine. You're a youngling or whatever. You try to land on this planet. You get your ass handed to you. And all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, you mean it's Earth? What the <laughs> hell? The anti-life equations here on the planet that I lost all the fucking boxes on? Who would have thought? Like, at some point in time, why didn't he just circle the fuck back? <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Like, I think... <laughs> 
I think I, I mean that's the thing. This is this is where I had it like like you did. I had to do a, a leap of logic, like I would think, because yeah, like right away you're like, and well, if, if he knew where he left the boxes, why didn't he go back for him? You know, kind of thing. Like like apparently they're important. But I mean, like the only thing I could think of is is that he was conquering so many planets and he just continued on. Like he was like, you know, it's like I'm sure like like he was winning everywhere and any loss. And he goes, you know what, we're we're gonna continue on because he rather not campaign somewhere and fight and continue fighting somewhere when she can just take over other planets more easily. And okay, yeah, but in order to take care of that, you need the three fucking boxes, Ed. <laughs> but you didn't. You, that's the thing. Like, like that was. I think that made. I think that made things easier for his conquering. And that's like you know something you know. But I've been like, like he might have been like, yeah, I don't fucking need him. Like, like I'm, um, I'm dark side. Like you know, fuck you. Like yeah, I, I, I'm the big baddie here. You know, like I'm, I've conquered thousands King of planets. Kong, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. I'm that's, fucking dark side here. I don't need no tree boxes. I don't come in with my army. I got the the, the side. His name is Marquis. I got, I got him. I got done. My name is Darkseid. Says right there in the fucking thing. <laughs> like, what else you need? You know, I mean, you. Steppenwolf. I mean, yeah, sure, he's a good band and all, but that fucking shitty conqueror. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I just, I, there's this part of me. I'm just watching him going. Wait, so, so you lose this fight and you leave the three boxes behind, and then you continue on for a, a millennia, at least, and then. You go, oh shit! I left my keys back on Earth. That's I needed that. Fuck! Like, like if you were doing so well for so long, why did your why did your ears perk up at the anti-life equation? Because I felt like well, that that's 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 what he was searching for. Like he didn't know it was on Earth. They didn't they didn't they didn't, they. The boxes revealed that, like as as because uh, that's what's the that's why Steppenwolf mentioned it's to to him that like you know like like i found the like the the thing he's been searching for for all these years like that's the thing like i think that's what that's what he he was more more i don't think he's more in important in conquering the world i think he was more finding the equation and it's just like why i might as well continue my search somewhere else because he doesn't know where it is he's just he's just conquering worlds to find it you know, like that's that's his ultimate search for it. So he's, you know, he, you know, he's not gonna go like, oh, I'm gonna go back to Earth and see if it's there. You know, kind of thing. He's like, hey, you know, there's like a thousand more planets this way. I'll just keep going. You know, like eventually, you know, maybe I'll go right back. Maybe we'll go back and pick those things up. I don't know. I got things to do. I got to move on. Or, or, I mean, I do. I did like more of the interaction between the heroes. I thought Wonder Woman was better. They could. Here's, I guess, here's where. Um, I think where you lost it was that when they were reanimating um, Superman, what what what's his face had was a vision of the future, mm-hmm. um, and that's the reason why he should have he was trying to you know at that last moment he kind of he kind of was like wait what oh no shit right um, because but, but then okay you're okay you're right right you know but here's the thing why didn't he say something. Well, he was trying to, but at that point, it's kind of hard to stop a man who's running faster than the speed of light. All right, okay. <laughs> but at any time after that, do you think they, he could have said something like, hey, you know, when we were resurrecting Superman, I saw this vision of the future. You know, right, you're right. He saw all that, but never once opened his mouth. Right. Which, you know, fuck you, dude. It's like, hell. <laughs> you're absolutely right. He, I'll just keep that to myself because, you know, I, 
I, I, what do See, I know? That's 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 what Ray Fisher's keeping from us, <laughs> right? <laughs> because the idea was that this all happens because Lois dies. Here's I don't know how much you've been reading on the on the fringes. The plot of this three arc structure for Justice League because this was supposed to be part one of a three part movie. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> right. Here's part one was that they were gonna they were gonna lose that that that, that ultimately they were gonna lose to Darkseid, um, and that Lois gets killed in an interaction, and that's what causes Superman. That's where like you see the future with Darkseid putting his hand on Superman's shoulder. Yeah. It was I understand because he's holding that skeleton is actually Lois's body apparently. Right. Dark side comes and comfort him, whatever I guess I'm assuming, and then kind of turns him right then and there, and he becomes like you know the 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 injustice video game Superman is the best way I can put him. Right. Um, and then what happens is is that the scene at the end of the movie with Wade Wilson, Joker apparently, Mira and uh, Flash and Batman is that they're going to find the um the what do you call it um the treadmill that's going to propel the flash back in time in dawn of justice all right mm-hmm. and he tells he tells batman hey you're right lois is the key she's the key to all of this she dies and that's what causes superman to go fucking batshit and causes the world that we now live in so batman has this knowledge goes through it all and at the very end it's supposed to be like in the second or third movie he sacrifices himself to save Lois right and that's what keeps Superman on the on the good path and helps them to defeat Darkseid in the end mm. by the third movie but according to an article Zack Snyder said that at some point in time Bruce Wayne and Lois Lane have a little tryst they hook up at some point during this whole endeavor I guess while Clark is dead apparently and she might she winds up being pregnant now they briefly in the four hour epic show it to you where she goes and grabs something from a drawer there's a pregnancy test in a drawer mm. um, so apparently what's supposed to have happened according to what Zack Snyder said in an interview was that um She's pregnant. She's not sure if it's Bruce's or Clark's baby, which I'm like, what? What's the time frame? You saying the moment Superman gets put into the ground, she she has a sexual encounter with Bruce Wayne. But with neither here nor there, but eventually what happens is that the kid's born without powers and that because Batman saved himself, I guess he's I guess he's named after Bruce. I'm not sure, whatever. But 20 years after his birth, he actually takes up the mantle and becomes a new Batman. Hmm. That is how the third movie supposedly was going to end with, you know, there's Clark and Lois's kid becoming a new Batman. I, take that for what it's worth. I mean, I, we're not going to see any of that anymore unless, you know, people, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think we're getting any more. I don't. I think this is like a one and done. It's what could have been. And, of course, everyone, of course, is raving about it. The people on the Internet, because they're people on the Internet. I've seen some people kind of go like, yeah, you know what? It was it was better than Joss's version, but it was still a meh movie. You still – the plot's still the same. You know, in fact, 
in fact, what I one of the things I wanted to go to is like to maybe hammer home the fact that Darkseid and Decide thought Steppenwolf was a fuck up was during the flashback where you find that it's Darkseid trying to take over Earth in the original well in the Joss Whedon version it's it's Steppenwolf Wolf who gets his ass handed to him mm-hmm. right in my head you could have made it all Steppenwolf and that he tried conquering Earth for Darkseid lost the boxes in the process and that's the reason why he's trying to get back into his good favorite because he's trying to refine the boxes that he lost in the first place mm. You know, that to me would have been a little bit more of a motivating tool to try to be, you know, so aggressive in fighting these things and trying to win the, you know, the heart, you know, win back his, the, the affection that Darkseid had for him, you know, or like there was nothing to indicate how much of a fuck up apparently he was supposed to have been. Right. You know, that apparently he, according to the story that he tried to, you know, um, overthrow Darkseid and become the ultimate leader, but fucked up anyway. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like it's, it's so kind of muddy because now you have to take in comic book lore to to apply to a movie that some people might not have never known about. So there wasn't this moment of going, well, why is Steppenwolf such a, why is he a schmuck? Why, why, what happened to him? And to me, when I'm seeing the fight on Earth with Darkseid instead of Steppenwolf, I was like, huh, well, if they made that Steppenwolf instead of Darkseid, wouldn't it have been more of a motivation for Steppenwolf to try to get to be back on Earth to try to find these boxes for Darkseid, you know, and the reason why it took so long to get back so long was for whatever reason because he was exiled because of it, and that he found his way back to Earth to try to find these boxes for Darkseid, and it, it just to me it felt like that there was a missed opportunity because you're watching four hours and you've got to have these these moments of this is where we are in the story, folks, and the you need a Captain Exposition in a way mm-hmm. when you're when you're watching a four-hour movie because, again, the flash scene with him with the puppies and the car crash and saving Iris West, while it was a great scene, it didn't need to be in the movie. It was pointless. It was. was, It was totally pointless. It was a cool scene to watch, but Zack Snyder is a man who makes cool scenes in movies. You know, doesn't necessarily make a great plot, doesn't actually need to be spoken about. You know, it was cool to watch. Um... I can see why Ray Fisher is having a hissy fit because I don't think he was to me. I felt like he was a MacGuffin the entire movie. Like Ray Fisher's cyborg was just a character just to move the plot along. Like sure. You got pieces of him to be able to kind of round them out as a character, but ultimately he could have just been a regular old cyborg. You made him, you made his connection to the mother box be important to justify having cyborg in the movie. Hmm. You know, you didn't really, you could, it could have been anybody, you know, and, and you, that you didn't, you didn't need cyborg at all to actually really do anything that else was needed into the, to the mother boxes. You know, everyone there had their own brain and their own smarts. They could have figured it all out. You know, there's also the idea too, like, um, the Asian guy who got over at the end, he also believe it. I, I know you're not knowing it or not, but he's the Adam now. Um, it's not Ray. It's not Ray Palmer in in this version. It's right. they went with the Asian guy. So so like him getting the keys to the kingdom at the end, you know, was it was like oh he's gonna become the Adam. That's where him and I also agree that the Marsh Manhunter scenes didn't need to be in the movie. Why the fuck was he in there? You could have cut him out. In fact, they could have cut the scene. That's the reason why in the in the original version you have Martha and Lois in a in a 
in basically a diner or in the coffee room of the Daily Planet, basically having the same conversation that Martha and Lois have at her house about getting back into the world and get back to the living. But at the end, you could have just had that scene cut and in. You just threw in the Martian Manhunter. You didn't know what his fucking motivation was to, to get her back out in the world. Mm. Like he just he just decides to knock on her door, show up, talk to her, and try to motivate her to get you know, then to why? Right. <laughs> what, like why 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 him? Why couldn't Martha? Because apparently according to according to the movie, when you're watching, Martha packs up her shit and she leaves. Like she doesn't actually even come back in the movie at that point because until Clark comes back from the dead, because the moment that in between that gets Lois to back to the you know, the site where she visited, where she stumbles upon Superman being back alive, kicking the shit out of the AO, the Justice League was previously painted because she does that every day. The Martian Manhunter scene with her, him showing up to talk to her was pointless. Right. It's a waste she of time. Was, she, she was going there anyway. Right. You know, and then, and then they don't, when finally Superman's back and then mom shows up and she's like, oh my God, you're back. Lois doesn't even bring up the fact that they just had a conversation. Like, how do you go? How did? Because I always figured, like, okay, she, Martian Manhunter, and her have this conversation. Uh-huh. She thinks it's Martha. They're in Metropolis, which, for all intents and purposes, New York. Um, she goes to the site. She sees Superman. Superman. They have the interesting interaction. He picks her up and takes her back home to Kansas where all of a sudden Martha shows up how did you go from there to here so fast I have the excuse I got Superman how the fuck did you get here (laughs) like you got me who got you (laughs) (laughs) but that was the thing like like okay like like I determined it was like hours because you figured they they land in the farm. And she puts the shirt on, and then like one point he's standing out in the 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 field, like looking at the, right. the plants and yeah, all, playing with, playing with a butterfly, right, kind of thing. So you so you figure time has gone by, and like that's like how it's thing. But it's just like 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 all of a sudden it's like like you know it's like say she doesn't have her she doesn't have her trailer anymore, you know, kind of thing. So obviously she was somewhere, you know, kind of thing. So if she was in Metropolis, I was like, okay, she had a drive from. Metropolis to Smallville, you know, kind right, of thing. But, but, but it's not even the real Martha in Metropolis. I mean, I guess, you know, Lois could be like, well, that's weird. You got here pretty quick. But then again, whatever. Right. It's to say, know? like, like you don't know. And it's just like, well, how did they know to find her? Like, like that, that, that thing. Like, I guess it's like, okay, with cell phones, it doesn't really matter. She had, might have her number or whatever. But it's just like, right. it's still, it was just like, it was like that, that, that point where you're going, there, there was something missing there. I mean, like you're explaining everything else. You you're over explaining everything else, and you don't explain this. Like like there, there's you something. Know, and, and and you know, Marshall John Jones or however you want to pronounce it, John Jones. Um, he shows up at the end to basically say like, yeah, you know what? Uh, you watching you guys do this makes me realize that I should be part of the fight too because this world is precious, and you've shown me that. But ultimately, Lois still dies, and it still causes this ripple effect of them being in the you know dark side, winning, getting the the mother equation, I guess you know the the, the yeah, equation, the equation right. and you know turns the world into what it is with Superman 
as his right hand man. It's like oh, okay, that's fine, and then apparently, you know, like that's that was supposed to be like the, the three movie arc is that they're supposed to go back and it's basically like we talked about they go back in time to actually st- stop this from happening. Ultimately, by saving Lois, but th- by saving Lois, you lose Batman in the in the process, you know, because Batman sacrifices himself for the greater good, you know. Tony, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> um, like, oh, look, what's going to happen? Let's kill off the billionaire self-sacrificing himself in the end to, to save the universe. Oh, I, maybe that's the reason why you're not going to see the third movie. <laughs> Damn it, Disney beat us to it. Because we, like, we kind of saw it. <laughs> A time heist. With the billionaire sacrificing himself to save everybody, <laughs> but now someone's going to say, "Well, Disney's dude—they stole it from them first. But uh, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> um, like I said, I didn't hate the movie. I, I didn't. I, I thought it was thoroughly enjoyable. I did like—I did like that there was actually some it, some blood in it. It was basically an R-rated version um, because those guys were killing people left and right. Yeah, I don't care what you said. There was moments I was like, "Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, they're dead." Yeah, like, um, like when when Wonder Woman's going through the bank heist or whatever the heist is, where she's throwing people around, you could see blood splatter on the wall. Like she's hitting those people so hard, they're getting they're smashing her head, and the back the back of their heads are getting smashed in. Oh yeah, you know, which is like, oh okay, you know, it makes sense because why not? Like she's they don't really mean anything to anybody, but it also makes you feel like, well, I mean, shouldn't she be more heroic and be more you know, there should be a little justice there. Like that makes her a murderer. That makes her a killer. Makes Superman, Batman, makes them all killers. And you know, it kind of puts the lawlessness in their lawful ideals. <laughs> like how we're going to stop up crime? Kill everybody. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Batman doesn't like Batman's threatened to kill Joker at the end there. Like, you know, you fucking kill me. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely like the two of them squabbling. Like I, I did like that scene because I was like, okay, you know what, Jared? Let's see you. Let's see that Batman. Let's see that Joker interact with each other. I did like some of the digs. Like if you rewatch that scene, there is definitely like first of all, you have to realize that at the end of that movie, Wade Wilson knows Bruce Wayne's Batman because Lex Luthor tells him flat out to his face, you know. That would have launched off the, the solo Batman movie, which I'm like, oh man, I would have liked to have seen that, you know. Um, but then in the future, you find out that the Joker knows that Bruce Wayne's Batman too. At that point, why are you wearing the fucking cow? Mm-hmm. Like at that point, why why do you have? The, I mean, it's not even the tactical helmet because you know you have the goggles. Maybe it is because the goggles are whatever. Maybe because all the the stuff that's in the cow you need. But at some point, you're going like, if your own enemy, you're mortal enemy for lack of a better term Joker the, the guy who killed your Robin calls you Bruce why wear the why wear the cow at all like who needs to know that you're not Bruce Wayne especially in that environment you know like in, in that world where it looks like it's you know like like World War 3 is hit and everything everybody all bets are off almost in a way why do you need a, why do you need a secret identity and why was Flash in that suit of armor yeah, you know, cause, you know like it, it didn't make sense why he was in that. And I'm sure. Now, I am sure that the reason why those questions are there are is basically we're going to get answered in a second movie or third movie. There was going to be 
answered because maybe the speed force is dying and that's the way to keep the speed force going inside of him to, to conserve it so that way when they get to the treadmill he could actually have enough power to power it to go back in the time i don't know and again this is me uh, just kind of filling in logic gaps no i i think it's i think it's more the fact there's protection like like even like superman can like there's you showed you in that one scene where superman is is they're fighting the three and then flash comes running around and he's it's that slow mo scene right. and he's looking and he and, and superman just like moves his eye and follows flash right, right right okay so i guess what you're saying is for lack of a better term it could be a lead line based armor so that way, if he does run fast, Superman cannot see him. Right. Or, and at least to back. try to fend against him for some, you know, like a little bit anyway to, to you right. know, help him through the, you know, uh, any, any uh, like lasers or anything like that that's going to get hit, you know, so. Um, All right. I mean, I, 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 okay, that makes sense. You know, like now that now that you go, that you put it that way, it's like, okay, to protect them, obviously, from what? Oh, from Superman. But even then, at the end of the scene, Superman's there. <laughs> like, it's like okay, it, I know. I know it lands. It ends on a cliffhanger, but it's designed to end on a cliffhanger right. because there were supposed to be two movies afterwards. Like people were going, I don't know why it landed that way. It's like you guys all live in a flutter of fucking rock. I mean, they've been talking about this movie for eons. It felt like you know, and now it's. I'm like, a part of me is like, I'm glad that it's done and it's out because fuck, I'm I'm tired of hearing about it. I was tired of hearing about it, but now I have the after effect of the arguments of people going, oh, it was great, it was phenomenal. It puts the other one to shame and i'm like does it really because if you take out the joss whedon scenes that you didn't like you still have scenes like there's still an hour of job of we call it zach stuff in there that was the plot of the movie mm -hmm. you know uh, so if you didn't like one version of the movie how you can like another version because all you got was just more scenes of maybe the stuff like i don't know i feel like a lot of people are not being as honest as maybe they should right because they don't want to admit that maybe the movie they 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 hyped up for three years or four years or however long it took them to get this fucking thing off the ground you know might not have landed the way they hoped or maybe because they hyped it up so much in their head no matter what happened you know like guy at work um when he came in, you know, it was like he kind of had that look like he was real because he's a he's um, a film major. And I knew right away, like as a film major, you're going to love this movie because establishing shots that the character like they painted a broader picture, broader strokes for for the characters like the, you you rounded out the flash a little bit. You rounded out, you know, it the interactions between Cyborg and the mother box made more sense than, you know, him just all of a sudden knowing he could do this stuff like the one scene where he's talking to his dad and he's like i couldn't do this this morning as he's hovering mm. you know like like him understanding the box more you know, it gave it gave his character a little bit more meat but ultimately he's still uh, you know the 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 weakest of the bunch because all he's designed to do is drop a box into a water you know, he's the guy who does the calculations. He's the, you know, even in the end where he's facing the three boxes, he still needs Superman to help him tear it, tear it apart. Mm -hmm. Like, so he isn't like, yeah, sure, you still get his character to do more things, you know, and you do get to have more of a backstory. You feel maybe feel a little bit more for him because, spoiler, his dad sacrifices himself, you know, and so you don't you don't get the happy ending in the Joss Whedon version where he's happy with his dad and you get the typical you know um 
what we all know the cyborg to look like from the cartoon and from the comic books. Because I still thought his animation looked looked kind of shitty. He was kind of janky. Like, he looked like he was just kind of, like, glitching almost in a way sometimes when he was walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, all right, maybe it's that design that way because you got $70 million. I hope it all didn't go into Steppenwolf's armor because all you did was add spikes <laughs> and moving parts. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> sure, he looked meaner, but he still looked generally the same, you know. Um, but, I mean, again, he was really excited about it. He was really like, I can't. It was awesome. It was amazing. I was like, was it? What, what was it about that it was so amazing? You got to see more stuff. A lot of that stuff was in slow motion. You know, so you get to see, like, artistically, yeah, sure, I get it. It's. I will always say Zack Snyder is a great artistic director. Um, they made it such a big deal about that fucking bat tank that showed up for, like, all three seconds. You know, <laughs> like, like. So, like, yeah, you, it's great that you got to see that, but ultimately, did you need to see that? You know, like, if you're trying to put asses in seats and you're trying to get it to the most general, like, if, if in the real, in the real, really real world, you're supposed to make that movie watchable for people to be paid to see it in a theater. Right. Does that scene need to be there? Does the Barry Allen scene, like, you've got to see him interact with his dad, like, three times? Did you need to see the second one? You know, did you need to see him save Iris? Because you didn't even know it was Iris until until someone says it to you, right? I guess you that, know, I know the idea, and I was like, "Oh, all right." Right. Like, still, like, still, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> another part of me that kind of annoyed me too is that you didn't find, you didn't know what motivated Aquaman to finally join the fight either, because after he he you have the the interaction to me he has the interaction with Willem Dafoe's character and he has the trident and the armor. And he's like, you need to take these things up for your mother. And he says no. So he throws them down on the ground, and Aquaman leaves, presumably leaving that meaning that the, the trident and the armor are still where he left them. Mm-hmm. That's you know, under, that's an assumption. Then Steppenwolf goes after the the box that they have. Mira almost dies. You know, Aquaman saves her. They complain and bitch. And he's like, fuck you. I'm still not. I'm not helping anybody. Right. And then leaves and then the next time you see him he saves everybody in underneath the water with the armor and the trident for the first time where is his motivation to finally do that what 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 triggered that who did he talk to or what made him what made him change his mind basically now you might not some people might not need that but some people might within four fucking hours you can't throw a line out what made you change your mind well, that's the thing. Like, yeah. like, like to me, they they overexplained so too many things, and they under under explained so many things. Like, it's like it was like it was like unbalanced. It was just it was just so like you going, you know. I I mean that's the thing. We I we could be here all day nitpicking these four hours right. and going, you know, well this was just too long and this was just too short or this just didn't make sense because that's the thing. Like it that's that's the whole point of this. It's just it wasn't. You know the to me the, the it it didn't improve this movie in any way. It did not. It just made it longer. That, that, that's why I said it made an average movie longer. That's that's what and and that's and that's how you know that's that's how it's always going to be. It's like you know you know of course I think the big question is are you like when it comes out on Blu-ray or <laughs> yes yes I am gonna buy it. Ed. I'm not you know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because you know why? Because again, I'm thinking, okay, well, not only is it, you know, it is historically speaking, it's pre- precedented. 
Meaning that this is a movie that should have been dead and buried and gone. You had the version come out, then with all the controversy around it, there's going to be a making of version of this on this Blu-ray. There has to be because there's it's such a story and it's such an epic way to get there. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm they, just laughing because I just I just <laughs> I just had this crazy thought in my head. <laughs> When it comes out on Blu-ray, get the extended cut of the Zack Snyder Justice League. Six hours! <laughs> the stuff you thought was missing before, it's in there now. Right. <laughs> it's going to be sad. Because <laughs> uh, uh, you know they got they they, they got to do something to boost like I, I it's like it's like it's like how can we how can we get to the next level like like what's what's that hey you know we've we've got an extra two hours here that, that, that we didn't that Zach didn't put in but we could put it in <laughs> yeah let's do that <laughs> the extended right. of later. it's fucking four hours <laughs> how can it be longer. <laughs> The hell are they gonna put in somebody picking their nose in the seat, right? Uh, well, the school kids in the bank robbery. <laughs> uh, oh <Yeah>. God! <laughs> um, I also, I also did um, recently because I got. I also forgot to add. I mean, since we, I, I'm done talking about the Justice League. Are you? Yes. Okay, I also forgot to add that one of the things I did do since I did get my stimmy was that I did actually buy a bunch of movies this week. Oh, okay. I I bought some movies. They were all digitally except for today. Today I, I picked up um, physically the season two of American Gods and a physical edition of it's the, the Rob Zombie trilogy. It's House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, The Devil's Reject, and uh, three, three from Hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen the third one. I've seen the first two, and I think I might have them on Blu-ray. I'm not sure, but I know I don't have the third one. And the third one, it was like a three-pack. It was like eleven bucks, and it all came with all digital versions of the movies, which I don't. I know I don't have digitally, mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right. I thought that was nice, um, but I also went through because there was a flash sale on Voodoo th- this week. Yes. Um, it was like certain movies were like three bucks, so I went and I was like, I picked up a uh, Live by Night. That's the Ben Affleck gangster movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Body Double, because that was a classic movie that I liked a lot. Uh, here's a movie, Nighthawks. Did you ever hear that one, Ed? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's what's an uh, old Sylvester Sloan, Rutger Hauer movie. Yes. Uh, very Bad Things. Did you ever hear that one? Yes. Okay. Um, Stacy talked to me into buying Groundhog's Day because I used to have it on Blu-ray and I don't know where the hell it's at and I always bitch about it, so I bought that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I bought This Is the End, which is I always I always found the movie funny. It's uh, what do you call it? The End of the World, but it's it's a, a party at James Franco's house. So it's James Franco, Seth Rogen. You know, it's 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 like all the it guys at the time yes. decided to make it. And then finally, um, Inferno. That's the last of the um, Da Vinci Code guy tom hanks movie right i never saw that one and i was like all right you know fine i'll uh i'll uh i'll i'll i'll, I'll allow it <laughs> so uh, that's those are the movies i bought this week there's probably gonna be some more like i'm interested in knowing when you'll probably know this one before i will uh when wonder woman 84 comes out on blu-ray 
In fact, I might like have to pre-order that or have it shipped because I feel like I, if there's a Steelbook edition, I might have to justify getting the Steelbook version. <laughs> well, I know it's I know I know it's now on digital, so you can you can find yes. it digitally uh, available. Um, but uh, speaking of that, let's uh, let's do the releases of the week. Sure. Uh, uh, first one is Soul is coming out this Tuesday. Disney Soul, the the movie that was came out on uh, Christmas, it's now available for Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, so uh, if you want to check that out, uh, this one was the Tom Hanks. This is the one I think, if if I remember correctly, it's called News of the World. I think this is the one that where we found out while he was shooting in Australia. This is the where he got COVID, and then okay. the nurse, the world lost their mind, kind of thing. So uh, uh, that's uh, coming out. Uh, then we have a 40th anniversary edition of something coming out. It's the Friday the 13th Part 2 is coming out this week. Uh, 40 years? 40 years, 1981. Uh, Friday oh. the 13th came out, so Part 2. So, yeah, so there you go. Oh, uh, remind me, I did watch a movie, too, this week. Go ahead. <laughs> Besides those two. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the uh, there's some steel books coming out this week, uh, 4K releases. Uh, Gattaca. Is coming out and uh, Godzilla, the uh, 2014 version, uh, is coming okay. out. Okay. Uh, also, a uh, re release of the Avengers four pack uh, collection uh, with digital copy coming out on Blu ray this week as well. Um, this one, this one, I don't know why I, I saw it. I'm like, it kind of, when, when I saw it, it kind of reminded me, it's a cyberpunk kind of movie. It's called Cosmo Ball. Uh, it kind of reminded me of kind of like a rollerball in a way, but like more. Uh, 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 cyberpunkish uh, type of thing, and I so I figured, oh, I'll throw it out there. I might actually pick that up. I don't know. I'm kind of curious about it. Uh, Castlevania uh, uh, set three is coming out uh, on Blu-ray. So uh, if you also want to catch that, and that's all it for uh, movies and TV. Uh, right. Let's move on to video games. Uh, we have Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town, published by XC Games, and pub and. Uh, uh, pub, and uh, 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 sorry. Uh, uh, it's it's just published by XE Games and Marvelous Games for the Switch, and that's coming out uh, this Tuesday, the twenty third. Uh, then we have Love Love Live School Idol fi- fi- Festival After School Waya Waya Home Meeting. It's the name of the title. Swear to God. Developed by K Lab Games and published by Square Enix for the PS Four for the X. Uh, for Wednesday the the twenty uh, fourth, uh, then we have Paradise Lost, developed by Poly uh, Amorous and uh, published by All In Games for the PS four, Xbox One, and PC, and that'll be on Wednesday the twenty fourth. Then we have Black Legend, developed and published by uh, Where War Cave. Well, I'm sorry, War Crave. Sorry, for the PS four, PS five, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Switch, and PC, and that'll come out Thursday the twenty fifth. Then we have uh, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, developed by Rai Gadagoo Studios and published by Zaga for the Xbox One and PC. That will come out Thursday the 25th. Then we have uh, Balan Wonderland, developed by Balan Company and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, Xbox one Xbox Series SX Switch PC for Friday the 26th. It Takes Two is coming out, developed by 
Hazelite and published by EA Originals for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and PC for Friday the 26th. Then we have Monster Hunter Rise, developed and published by Capcom for the Switch, and that'll be on Friday the 26th. And finally, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, developed by Vicious Visions and the published by Activision for the PS5, Xbox Series S and X, and that'll be on Friday the 26th. And there you go. All right. So what were the movies that you said you something else you saw this week? Uh, yeah, I watched it actually last night. That's the reason why it's kind of like I was like, oh, and I made I made sure I wrote, wrote it down because I felt like uh, I watched um, the last blockbuster. Oh. It, it's on Netflix right now. It is legitimately a, a docu. It's a documentary on the last blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon. Um, it's got a bunch of famous people in it who talk about, you know, Kevin Smith's in it. Adrian Brody is in it. Um, there's, they talk to just people in general about blockbuster and what it meant, like, and, and the rise and fall of blockbuster. Like you, you'd be surprised at what actually took blockbuster out. And it wasn't Netflix, you know, um, it was, it was an interesting watch. It was kind of like a nice lighthearted documentary and by, and by lighthearted, I mean, it, it didn't, it wasn't about murder. It wasn't about, you know, death. <clears throat> it was about business. It was about movies. Um, and it was just interesting to watch. Like it was, it was a fascinating watch because it was like, Oh, I didn't know that. And I thought the last blockbuster was out in Alaska. Um, in fact, it was one of the very, there was a few at that time there's only a few blockbusters left and then john oliver from hbo the last week with john oliver um he actually got involved in trying to save that last blockbuster it was like it was it was interesting but then that didn't help them and how how bend oregon wound up being the last the last blockbuster essentially um it was good. It's like I said. It's on. It's it's on Netflix, which is ironic because you know they do talk about Netflix. <laughs> um, that was I watched that. That's that was the big movie I watched last night. That was mm. you know that was my addition. I'm trying to think. There was something while you were talking. I was like, oh, there is this. Oh, also too. I guess to touch back on Justice League. What did you think about the four three um, ratio? You know, it, it, after a while, it didn't bother me, you know, because at first, you know, it, it tells you that, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, like Ooh. that's not how the movies are made. <laughs> well, I, 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 to me, it's like, well, it's because that's that's the IMAX format. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, there are some people out there, like, at the moment that someone mentioned it, it was like, they call it the cell phone view, and I'm like, oh, that's not... I was like, you, I was like, you uncultured swine! <laughs> <laughs> like... About letterboxing, uh, you know, and and full full frame format. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, it's 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 designed that way for the IMAX theaters. Um, in fact, you can kind of tell, like when when you're watching some of the older movies, of like letterbox format versus the full frame format. Uh, shit! In fact, you just watched in Wandavision. You know, um. I was kind of like people were like, well, you see more of the screen now. And I'm like, nah, not really. You see more letterbox format than you do in that format, I think. But uh, I mean, well, the the, the old he's just saying that that's that's where it gets confusing because the old four three format was the old television format, and that's when a lot of things when you would see the movies because it was a widescreen format, 
there would be stuff on the sides cut off because the the format the, wouldn't fit the screen right. properly. So you can only view so much of that if, a viewable area on your television. Of course, you're going back to the 80s and you know like 70s and stuff like where the TVs weren't as big. I mean, you know, like like I think like 26 inches. Look, I think that's the biggest a tube television I ever got at one point. But I don't even know when that when that happened. That I could think that was around the 80s and that happened. But that was like right. few and far between. You didn't nobody really had like they had 20 inch televisions basically. That was that was the 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 whole thing. So now like like with with because of of uh, uh, of that format, uh, the 4K format, you can fit everything in that four or three. Uh, screen they just you know they figured it out like basically they 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 can figure out you can just shrink it down and just it will fit but the the thing is is that everybody got so used to widescreen because that was the new like i mean like especially when dvd came out that's when that that change ever happened because like like you know i was i was a snob back that that in the day you know it's like i'd rather have it a widescreen because i want to see the whole thing like you know because there was you would watch something and you'd be like they'd be pointing at something that's off the screen and you're like it should be in the shot that's not because you can't see it because of your television format you know and then it's like when widescreen came out you're like yeah i'd rather have it widescreen it's like yeah i got the bars at the top and bottom but i at least get to see everything and it is smaller but at least they get to see the whole picture and understand like what's going on the screen in front of me. Right. But yeah, that's just, yeah, that's just the back in the day. That's what old people did, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, what else you got there, Ed? Is that it? That was um, it for the releases. Yep, yep. We're, uh... Okay. Okay, so we're now, we're now we're to my part of the show. All right, let's just go with... <laughs> Time uh... for the nerd news. Yeah. Um, let me just go... We talked about this, Ed. Uh, apparently, Young Guns 3 is definitely in the works, according to Emilio Estevez. <laughs> we talked about this a couple shows a couple shows ago about uh, Young Guns 3. We made some fun, lighthearted, but apparently um, yeah, it's been over 30 years since Emilio Estevez last portrayed legendary outlaw Billy the Kid. But we might see the actor climb back in the saddle for one more ride, Ed. <laughs> 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 apparently <laughs> um, apparently I didn't just um, as I'm reading this article, skimming this article I just realized that Tom Cruise has a blink and you'll miss him cameo as an army soldier who quickly gets blasted off screen in the original one oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I remember what do you call it Bon Jovi being in the second one but alright whatever um <laughs> Yeah, he, he apparently apparently he he showed up at the set one day and um, you know like they, they they were having a good time or whatever and they put him basically in makeup and it was like a sh- like blinking you miss it kind of moment like kind of thing and he they have a mustache on him and this big ten gallon hat and you know you know gotcha. it was like, they 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 zhuzh him up and don't give him any speaking lines you go hey was that yeah I guess it was yeah <laughs> um so he was talking to um well as you know. Disney Plus has gotten a new series, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers, and Estevez is in that, um, recurring as Coach Bombay. Um, but he was speaking to uh, Collider, and he they, they asked about this, and he's like, this is his response. It's like, is a quote. Yeah, it's definitely in the works. I drive a lot, and I spend a lot of time in the Midwest, and people tell me, we haven't seen you on screen in a while. Come back. We'd love to see you in the movies again. We'd love to see you play Gordon Bombay. We'd love you to see you play Billy the Kid. So I feel like we've we've ticked one box and we're working on ticking the other one. 
Uh, the kid is a fun pair of character to play. There's a lot of speculation on what happened that night in, 19, in 1881 in Fort Summer, New Mexico. Did he die? Did he not? And so there's a lot of mythical, historical, and actually some factual things that we can examine if we're serious about going back to that franchise as well. So, um, Young Guns 2 is a bit of a bizarre follow-up. The original film ends pretty decisively aligning with the official historical records of Billy the Kid's death, which had to be quickly retconned in the opening minutes of the sequel. Uh, hopefully Young Guns 3 will be more organic story, although Estevez's allusion to mythical series about Billy the Kid has uh, people kind of hoping for a completely fantastic movie that sends the famed gunslinger doing something else. Uh, anyway, by the way, Mighty Dust Game Changer Ed pre- premieres March 26 on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> that is... Uh, Next Friday. That's right. Well, this Friday it depends on when you're listening to the show. <laughs> Sign me up because I love me the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm I, surprised. I, 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 I did yeah, not, okay. see, I, I not see that I'm, coming. I, I'm a I'm a hockey fan. Yes. Okay. No, I mean no. Good, we're wrong. I mean like, I've, I've, it's it's just kind of like it's a kids movie, you know, kind of thing. I mean like I I saw all three Mighty Ducks movies for different reasons and you know it wasn't because i was like oh my god emilio has the best hockey i'm in you know it's like i have i was dating somebody who had kids it was like you know i gotta go see these movies you know so kind of, that's no, how it works yeah i well okay i think at the time when the first one came out i was working for a video a video game a video distributor and we would get um i was on a i was because it's a touchstone film i believe or maybe it's a disney film i think it's a disney film but in the process of being in the business of being a video distributor, you get um, on mailing lists. And on mailing lists, you sometimes get screeners and you get standees and you get posters. It was one, of the big, one of the things I liked about the job was that I had a shit ton of free movies sent to me. And a lot of them were Disney and Touchstone films. So I, I think I'm, I might have seen the Muddy Ducks in theaters, but then I wound up getting a screener copy of it. And I was, I'm a fan of hockey movies and comedy, and it felt like it was definitely in my vein. I, I also like, as weird as it sounds, I do like kids going on adventure movies. You know, like The Goonies or um, Super 8. And anything where you have kids in them, um, because I they there's like a freshness to them and they can be kind of funny, you know? And I felt like, and also I kind of remind me, I guess again, the goalie Goldberg was a, uh, from, especially from Philadelphia and he was a Flyers fan. And as you know, I'm, you know, how I'm a sucker for hometown movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, and it was, it was a cute, fun film. I liked it. I mean, I did. And then when they came out with second, one, I was like, Oh, okay. You know what? I'll, they, to me were like, easy movies to watch you didn't have to if it was like in the background i could watch it and not have to pay attention and go oh i remember the scene i want to watch the scene and then go about my day yeah you know, well this or, was or, i just wanted to say this is this is all disney this is uh, an all disney. yeah yeah so the third one came in and i also thought it was interesting too that because of the popularity of the mighty ducks that the that they actually spawned an actual team the Anaheim Ducks which at the, the beginning had the actual Muddy Ducks logo and it made me be like I want to be an Anaheim Ducks fan just so I can get the logo because I was kind of I, I like that real world fantasy world interaction I mm-hmm. like when that fandom crosses over now recently they've most they have 
redesigned the logo years and years ago. But it was always nice to me, like, it, and to see that they're coming back to, to TV with something different, but yet still the same. I'm like, all right, sign me up. I'm in because we don't have a lot of, as a hockey fan, there's not a lot of, hockey always seems to be the redheaded stepchild of sports. Like, they never get enough recognition they never get enough entertainment you know everyone loves a good football movie or a good baseball movie there's fucking space jam 2 electric boogaloo coming out <laughs> you know basketball movie but you know we don't see a lot of we don't see a lot of hockey movies they're usually designed as like you know small one-offs they're, they're very rarely do you get a slap shot or a mighty ducks or the goon like you know so uh, whenever one comes up i'm always like god i'm a young blood is a great movie <sighs> No one really knows about that one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, like that's that's a great hockey movie. It's got Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Rob Lowe. You know, it's 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 a great hockey movie. Um, yeah, that tick that one off on a search the voodoo list. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm talking about. Young going, blood. Yeah, cut, cut one of fucking watch young blood. Fucking love that movie. Um, Keanu Reeves playing a French guy <laughs> with no teeth. <laughs> anyway, um, so like, yeah, um, yeah. So um, there, there you have it. So guess what? There's a, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. So next week's show, we'll probably have a review on the new Muddy Ducks thing because it comes out this this Friday. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, I guess. But my next article is Ed is hey, guess what? Since we're talking about it, everyone. News, Ed, has been kind of late this week. Again, COVID and all, but everyone only cares about one thing, and that's the Zack Snyder cut. He's bringing people together and bringing universes together. We're all in a better world now that this movie's out. <laughs> but, however, <laughs> Zack Snyder explains why Justice League has a cliffhanger ending despite no sequel. Okay. <laughs> He wanted to release the movie, and quote, exactly as it was designed. Um, he previously explained that his version of Justice League ends on a cliffhanger. He has explained why it sets up sets up a direct sequel he doubt will ever happen. Uh, he recently sat down with IGN uh, to, to discuss his, quote, unquote, director's cut of Justice League. Uh, and why he chose to end the movie on a massive cliffhanger even though a sequel is not likely to come to fruition. Here's the quote. In the final scene mirrors another scene that I had in the movie originally, almost exactly. I didn't feel like I wanted to change the movie. If we were going to release the movie, I would really want to just release the movie exactly as it was designed and that it, it, and it is what that scene is really indicative of. Um, while Snyder acknowledged that he could have altered the ending that Justice League to better tie up the events in the movie, he said he doesn't feel like it, it's ever as, quote-unquote, satisfying to include a genre movie in that way. Uh, he's, it's in genre to end these movies on a cliffhanger. That's kind of how they are. I just felt like that's what I wanted to do. We had put so much work into and so much thought into how the stories would continue that it just seemed unfair to disrespect that work as well. Uh... IGN also gained a little bit of insight on how the story could have been developed for the entire two-movie arc. It's supposed to be original two-movie arc that had been originally planned. Uh, this is another quote by him. There's a ton of cool stuff that we were going to do. I was I was talking about even just Joker and Batman in the telling and reliving the death of Robin. 
uh, that was going to be kind of fun journey that we'd have to take. And of course, just putting the world back and fixing it, and then the battle with Darkseid, all that, it goes on. You know, uh, plot rumors about Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League 2 have circulated for years, with Kevin Smith claiming the sequel would have seen these superheroes driving to Apocalypse to confront Darkseid. It also have included the Green Lantern Corps. There was even chatter that a second film would have ended on a downbeat note in vain of Empire Strikes Back, while the third and final film would have been the final in battle between Justice League and Darkseid. Uh, so, there you go, Ed. He wanted to keep things as, as much as he could in the really real world. <laughs> so, basically, what he's really saying is, is that they wouldn't give me any more money to, <laughs> to fix it, so I needed to, I needed to leave it as is. So, that's how it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, like, uh, yeah, but you guess what? According to Ed, it's going to slide right into my next article. There's t- uh, uh, roughly about ten different cuts in this movie. <laughs> You're kidding? I'm not, Ed. In a in in a big push to fans to push Warner Brothers, Zack Snyder, uh, Zack Snyder explained in a recent interview with the New York Times, saying, "My point of view is that the movie should be about twenty minutes longer each time." Batman v Superman should be 20 minutes longer than Man of Steel, and Justice League should be about 20 minutes longer than Batman v Superman. Uh, though I thought the movie should be a little closer to three hours when I initially went into it. I know that's indulgent. The truth is, there's probably about 10. <laughs> that's indulgent. Three hours. <laughs> then, then what's four hours? Overkill. <laughs> um. The truth is, there's probably about 10 Snyder cuts. There's a longer version than the four-hour version. There's a three-hour version, a two-hour and 20. I think I showed the studio two hours and 40 minutes, and then showed him subsequent of two hours and 30 minutes, two hours and 28 minutes, and two hours and 22 minutes. So so in, in the end, I think that when he first did the movie, I think that there was supposed to be that two-and-a-half-hour mode that it was going to be in the theaters. So that's why, that's why I feel like this article substantiates my claim or my belief that what we saw in this four-hour movie would have been the extended Snyder Cut had there been one released in regular movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes on to talk about the four-hour cut that's being released saying, it's three years later and here I am releasing a four-hour version of the movie. It really shows that the consumer is not wrong in a lot of ways. Uh and he quotes this they can't handle anything over two hours they're going to lose their minds and quote they were underestimated the audience they were underestimated the audience themselves <clears throat> of course early reactions before our cut of film mostly positive um most of the reaction reactions said the movie didn't have to be four hours long but we'll just have to wait to see for ourselves that was obviously this was um before the actual movie came out but huh. like oh there's an even longer cut out there that's that's going that's going to be on the DVD now. <laughs> that's going to be the. I uh, told the, the, you the extended <laughs> cut. Extended 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 cut. You're gonna have you have the Joss Whedon cut, the Snyder cut, and the Super Duper cut. <laughs> it's called the Super <laughs> Friends edition. And then and then before the release of the next the DC movie, like the Batman comes out, there's going to be an extended 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 cut. Right. <laughs> there's an extra. Th- Three hours of footage that well, we didn't put in. Did I did I throw this article in or not? I'm just trying to think. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, 
Yeah, okay. No, and guess what? <laughs> Since we're, there's, I mean, we're all going to get another cut of this movie anyway because apparently there's the Justice League movie, Justice is Greg, Justice is Gray edition coming out too, where just for you people go, you know what? Zack Snyder makes a lot of dark movies. What is he going to do next? You know what he's going to do, Ed? Take the color out of this one. <laughs> he, he's actually going to re re-releasing the movie in a Justice League Justice is Gray edition where it's going to be a black and white version of this movie <laughs> <laughs> which again this is again going back to my co-worker who's an art you know a movie major like he's he, that's what he wants to do as a career, make movies. And, you know, and so I'm like, this is right up their alley. Because I always find that people like Kevin Smith did Clerks in black and white. Why? Because it was cheap. You know, black and white film was cheaper to get than than regular oh, film. Oh yeah. Um, the Ma Mad Max movie, uh, Fury Road, or yeah, you know, what's it called? Yeah, I think it's Fury. Um, that they did an all chrome edition, right? Because that that's what his vision was. He was actually going to do release that version of the movie as well. So there's there the chrome edition, which is basically a black and white version of, of Fury Road or Mad Max. And I'm like, okay, all right, get it. I get it. I don't know why you need a black and white version of this movie, other than I hate saying. I always think I'm never using the word pretentious correctly, <laughs> but I just feel like how. Eric, is that was his idea, or did somebody go? No, we need we need to milk this for all it's worth. Fuck, are we gonna do like Logan? Okay, there's the black and white version of Logan. You know, because someone said the way the film is designed, it's designed this is is this old ancient, um, not ancient, but it's an older Japanese movie, um, Lone Lone Wolf and Cub, which was a lot of it was in black and white. So since it kind of mirrored that storyline, they figured as a kind of like a. Like a what the hell? Let's take the and it's not like you know. Again, it was a, the 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 black and white cut of Logan is on a special feature of the Blu-ray, mm -hmm. but I kind of feel like like I saw that. Like, I mean, I saw that. That was that was that made it phenomenal. It made it more like a horror movie, like some okay. of the scenes. Like it was it was really it was really intense. Like it made it it made Logan more intense of a movie. Like you know, it was like it was like wow, like like, like there's certain scenes that are like I'd scared the crap out. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like oh my god, like like especially like some of the smoky scenes you would see in the black and white. It just it just added that element to it. It's it, 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 and it's like wow, like that's a that's just amazing. It's just it simply was, and the, to me, like so it's the same. Like like and then the Chrome version of Fury Road of of uh, uh, Man Max Fury Road. That was that was interesting. Like that was it made it more, you know, um, I don't know how to put it like poppy in a way. Like like it was just it was, okay. it was really good. Like they like, you know, like like type of thing. I didn't see the other black and white one. What was the third one you were talking about? The um shit, I can't forget which one it was. Damn you, Ed! <laughs> it was the first one you mentioned. I just can't oh, remember what it was. Clerks, clerks, clerks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did see clerks. Like, yeah, you see clerks. <laughs> <laughs> see, so the, but to see that that to me was like like there was always a purpose. Like I think like like it was it was kind of like I think like some of them are more happy accents than anything else. Like like clerks was more like you kind of got that the the security cam feel type of uh, right thing to it. So you kind of you know you kind of. Uh, you know, let that go. You know, like and it, it made it made it made it interesting, and it made it more of a 
um, you know, fun movie to watch, you know, kind of thing. The Chrome edition of Fury Road, it was interesting. I don't think it was like, like, I'm glad I saw that, you know, kind of thing. Like I said, the Logan movie creeped me out. I was like, wow, I mean, that had an element to it that was like made it more interesting, more fun to watch, you know, kind of thing. So there was, there was definitely, you know, like things to it. Like, I'm like, there wasn't really much color in Justice League <laughs> since Zack Snyder's version of it. Like, I don't like now. I'm like now, I'm like 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 reverting back to like like. I mean, there was a lot of dark scenes in that in that film. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and even the even the color ones. I'm like, even the daylight shots were like, like I'm like remembering. Like, I don't really remember much color. Like, you know, like maybe Wonder Woman's outfit and when she was fighting those, you know, the, the bank robbers or whatever it was, the, the, you know, but it was all muted. It was very, it was very muted. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think it's much going to make much of an impact. <laughs> it's a movie. I mean, that's just my take. I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to sit through four hours of, of a black and white just. <laughs> Hey, okay, next week when Ed, next time they do it, next I'm be like Ed. I watched the four hour black and white version of Justice League. <laughs> I'm I'm crazy enough to do it. Uh, I, I'm. Give me, I'm, a, <laughs> I mean, give me a, a day off where I'm, I don't have anything to do and I don't want to play any video games. I just want to lay in bed and do nothing. Maybe I'll I'll turn that on like and and watch it again. You know. <laughs> I, I probably would watch it. I, I probably would just to see, like, will, will this will this make a difference? Because <laughs> it's like, like the I'm like I'm like well obviously if it's no it's the the answer is no even if I it's still no because this version wasn't a difference like it was just longer like uh, like I don't see how this is gonna make it any better like oh it's in black and white now <laughs> like oh. It's so artistic, so in vogue. I mean, I feel like I'm actually watching a film with the, you know, instead of a movie. <laughs> la Cinema. Let's enjoy. La, hey, La Cinema. I'm going to La Cinema. What am I watching? The, the Justice League. Uh, huh? <laughs> the Justice League. Uh, here with the uh, Uberman and the Batman <laughs> and the Wonder Woman. Uh, oh. I see they have a, a little computer boy too. Oh, it's a film. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's so fast. Oh. Uh, Just sits there and smokes his cigarettes. <sighs> I am speedy. Watch me. I'm going to leave the room and come back. <sighs> Do you see me? I went and I got more cigarettes. <sighs> and I got the baguette for you. Huh? <laughs> Uh, Uberman, can you cut this? Can you cut this with your laser vision, please? <laughs> uh, and that was why. And Batman stands there and just looks down and and says, "Do I save you? No. Why? Because I can. I am the Batman." <laughs> I will go to my cave and brood like I should. You know why? I am the Batman. Will you help us? They will say, "Will you help me?" And I will say, "No." <laughs> <laughs> now leave me be. I must brood in my cave about my lost parents. <laughs> oh, the Joker! 
he thinks he is funny. He has killed my pal Robin. <laughs> I will get him that after I finished this glass of wine and brood and smoke my cigarettes and wonder, is it all worth it? Alfred, is it all worth it? My <laughs> <laughs> no, Batman, it's not worth it. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so, hey, hey, guess what? I'll never guess. Apparently, the Ewoks TV shows and movies and Boba, he- Boba Fett holiday special is coming to Disney+. Plus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those people who don't know, the Star Wars holiday special is finally coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> part of it, part of it, part of it. Um, the biggest bulk release of Star Wars content since the streamers launched, several Star Wars TV spinoffs from the seventies, eighties, and two thousands, will display be on Disney Plus on April second. Among them, there'll be the animated short, "The Story of the Faithful Wookiee," featuring the debut of bounty hunter Boba Fett, that played in the middle of the live action holiday special when it first aired on CBS in seventy eight. Mm. Uh, joining Faithful Wookiee will be the two TV movies featuring the Ewoks, uh, 1984's Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure, and 1985's Ewoks, The Battle for Endor, which I saw both on TV, by the way. That's how old I am. I saw them both on TV. Years old. Uh, the animated Ewoks TV series that aired from 85 to 86, and the animated Star Wars clone TV series, TV micro-series from Jendi Tartagovsky that aired on Cartoon Network from 2003 to 2005. Um, so the spinoffs lived in the hearts of hardcore Star Wars fan largely because many of them were difficult to find, uh, no more so than the Star Wars holiday specials starring Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher. The program, which did not involve creator George Lucas, was immediately panned as a slap-shot cash grab while the holiday special has been known to crop up on YouTube every year so often, it's never been official, officially released on any format. Uh, the story of Faithful Wookiee, however, has been widely considered to be the best part of the holiday special, in large part because it makes the marks the debut of Boba Fett, uh, who later appeared in the live-action Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Lucasfilm even included Faithful Wookiee as an Easter egg on the 2011 Blu-ray release of the first six Star Wars features. Um, just you know, I like. Do I remember how it's an Easter egg? So I wonder where that's at. I want to mm. find it because yeah. I have those Blu-rays. <laughs> huh. uh, after debuting on ABC as the Ewok Adventure in 1984, the the 90-minute special was released in theaters internationally as Caravan of Courage, an Ewok Adventure. Other than Warwick Davis reprising his role as the Ewok Wicket from the Return of the Jedi. Neither Caravan of Courage nor its sequel the following year, The Battle for Endor, referenced Star Wars mythology in any substantive way. Uh, the e, e, the TV animated, the, the, even the animated Ewoks TV series took a similar approach. So they didn't lay any kind of ground rules for canon. Um, Star Wars Clone Wars, by contrast, was deeply tied to the prequel trilogies set between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. The first two seasons of the Clone Wars, Clone Wars were comprised of three to five minute long action heavy animated shorts tracking the characters of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. Uh, season three of the show expanded the storytelling to five 12 minute long episodes. Uh, and then 2008 
Lucasfilm revived the Clone Wars as a more traditional animated series without uh, Tartagovsky's involvement. Uh, that show ended at Toronto Disney Plus in May of 2020. Um, curiously, rather than making a splashy announcement of the release of, of this long list of Star Wars content, Disney quietly included the titles among its list of material coming to Disney Plus in April. Uh, spokesperson for Lucasfilm did not immediately respond to the quest for comment from Variety, um, but they felt like that they were there was no plans of releasing anything more of the holiday special than just the Boba Fett part. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, there you have it. They were like, "Hey, by the way, in April we're going to download a bunch of Disney uh, Star Wars stuff that you might remember as a kid." You know, I remember I remember those two Ewok TV movies. Oh yeah, I I do. I I've I've seen them a few times. You know, uh, I'm I'm trying to remember where. Like the, because I, re- I remember I remember seeing it a couple of times because it's not something that you would remember. Well, I guess you could because you remember that for the rest of your life because it's one of those movies that um uh, uh um what am I looking for uh it's boring. <laughs> It's basically what I'm going to come down to. It was a good, it was a good movie, but it's just it's it's 80s television, so you gotta you gotta put that into perspective. It's not like you're getting the film version of you know something like that because there's a lot of long drawn out scenes in the in the series that I those two movies that I remember anyway because it was the thing. I actually have them on DVD. I actually found them. Uh, somebody had them on eBay for like twenty bucks. I ended up buying them because if you go to like Amazon, they're like they're expensive, like thirty to sixty dollars. Uh, you know, depending on on the uh, like the time you look around. Like, you know, I was I was trying to find a, a good number, and then one day I was on eBay and I saw somebody had like a thing of them, like a a bunch of them for like twenty bucks a pop. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, because I was like, I want to, I'm I collect everything Star Wars. I wanted that in my collection, right. so I ended up getting those. I ended up also getting. A long time ago, it was at Best Buy released them very briefly. Was the uh, the those Clone Wars, and it, they're very good. I mean, it's it's it, they're they're very good. It's just a lot of there's not a lot of dialogue because it's a lot of action sequences, right? So it does like like you can't like small spurts of it is great, but if you try and sit through that, like after a while, like I was like zonking out because it was just like. It was just like a lot of like a lot of like machine gun like laser right. blasts stuff like that. Every once in a while, you see Obi Wan and 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 Anakin jumping around doing you know Jedi stuff, fighting the you know going through the Clone Wars, and you know just like after a while, you're like you're like like I was anyway. Cause I'm like I'm like all excited, you know, sitting there watching it. And I'm like and then I'm like uh. so I ended up like I ended up watching it like three times just to get through it. And all, but it was it was good. It was just like I said. There's just a lot of there's a lot of action sequences to go through. So after a while, your 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 brain's just going, you know, going through this kind of like, oh, like it, it's good, but it's just it's too much. There's just too much because you're you're trying to fit like all those small little vignettes that they put on Cartoon Network into one big epic thing. And after a while, you're kind of like, uh, this is just too much. Now I can see why they broke it up into smaller you know, right. segments. Cause it was, it was more, you know, it was probably more interesting that way. You're going, Oh, I can't wait for the next one. This was cool, you know? So, but, uh, but it was, it was worth the watch. It's definitely worth the watch. I mean, you know, they, the caravan of courage and the, the, uh, Ewok adventure, 
you know, you, you watch them once and you go, you know, I, I, now I, and I remember them fondly and, and now I remember why they, <laughs> I, I haven't right. seen them since 85 or whatever it was, you know, like 86 or whatever you're going. Yeah. Now, now I know why, like, <laughs> you know, so that's why I say, but thanks. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. I'm like, I'm excited just to see more star Wars stuff, uh, you know, on, on Disney plus it'd be great. Hey, uh, well, you know, it's, since we're talking about streaming, you know there's a new Mortal Kombat movie coming out um, in April on HBO Max. You know that, right? No, no, I didn't. Oh yeah, wow! It's like sometimes, sometimes you you're right on the pulse of the edge edge of thing. Yeah, they just they they made Mortal Kombat again. They made a new Mortal Kombat movie. Trailers are everywhere, and it's oh it's, it's, oh yeah okay all right all right yeah okay. Did I jog your memory? Yes, 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 yes. As soon as you said okay. trailers, I'm like, oh, that's right. I did see the trailer for that. Yes. Um, but there's one person from the Mortal Kombat lineup that isn't in the movie. Really? Do you know? Yes. Do you know who that is? Ed? Apparently, you probably don't. No. <laughs> Johnny Cage is not in the Mortal Kombat movie. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> yes. There, there's a reason for that, actually. Okay. Um, Okay, according to producer... What? I said, do tell. Oh, okay. According to producer Todd Garner, the reason why Cage is missing is simple. He's a very big personality that needs his own space, and now there's something big left for a potential sequel. Uh-huh. Uh, Garner said, I want to make a sequel, and, I, and I've and i now got Johnny Cage, which hasn't been used in the first one. Uh, Garner said during a recent press event attended by comicbook.com, so again, take this for what it's worth. Uh, so I have a big stick and carrot that that maybe they'll let me have a Johnny Cage real presence in the second one. And secondary, when you think about Mortal Kombat, if you think, if you just think about the Pantia of the movie, it has a very Asian feel to it. And I early on felt uncomfortable having a white male lead kind of lead that charge in the first movie it just felt hollywoodish to me which is weird because he's an actor which is also weird and probably my bias of it just feels weird if i'm trying if i'm trying to do and i was uh do something different and diverse and true it's a cop-out to all of a sudden have ryan reynolds not him but <laughs> as <laughs> as the lead felt a little distinguished that dis- dis- as the lead felt a little disingenuous to me and super easy to bring him in in a big bombastic fun way in the second one, in the second one. And he deserves that as a character and I love these characters and we thought hard about it. Um, the original movie had um, Lyndon Abbey as Cage. Given what we know about the upcoming reboot, it seems unlikely that he will reprise his role. Um, Gardner also describes the new movie as a, quote, more gentle, slow, thoughtful character experience. And Cage just is it doesn't necessarily fit in that movie right off the bat, um, especially with Josh Lawson's Kano in the mix. Uh, here's the official synopsis, Ed, of the Mortal Kombat movie, in case you might have missed it. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the plot. MMA fighter Cole Young, accustomed to taking a beating for money, is unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsung has sent his best warrior, Sub-Zero, an otherworldly cryromancer, to hunt Cole down. Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes on a search of for, uh, in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special forces major who bears some strange dragon markings Cole was born with. 
Soon, he finds himself the Temple of the Lord Raiden, an elder god and a protector of the Earth Realm, who grants sanctuary for those who wear the mark. Uh, here, Cole trains to ex- with experienced warriors Liu Kang, Kung Lao, and rogue, rogue mercenary Kano as he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. But will Cole be pushed hard enough to unlock his arcana, the immense power from within his soul, in time to save not only his family, but stop Outworld once and for all? Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Comes out April, April 16th on both HBO Max and theaters, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you got that. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, look, the trailer looked really good. Um, but on the downside, Ed, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, release dates delayed to late 2021. Oh, that's a shame. The, the, the sequel to Venom uh, has been released a date again. Sony Pictures has moved its Venom sequel from the release date of June 25th, 2021 to the fall date of September 17th, 2021. Uh, this delay marks the latest big tentpole film that studios have repositioned for later this year. Sony already moved James Bond's flick No Time to Die back to October 8th instead of spring. Universal pushed its latest Fast and Furious film slightly to midsummer at the end of at the end of January. Disney delayed a major part of its 2021 film slate to later this year as well. Uh, when Universal moved Fast and Furious to its new July, June 25th release date, uh, they thought that they were going to move Car- Let There Be Carnage as well to make space for F9, basically. Uh, the new September release date is going to be uh, a conspicuous one for a lot of movie fans. September is not typically the window of opportunity where most studios place their strongest films for big fall box offices that typically starts in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, September has, September is traditionally the dumping ground for film studios that don't have a lot of confidence in as the end of the summer and the fall transition back to work school usually results in a box office slump. Ironically, though, Venom 2 was originally slated for October 2020 before being delayed to June and now September. All right? So, there you go. Well, that's the Case thing. Like, I, 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 I think the... the because of this pandemic, I think the the movie slumps that like you know like like that's all that dynamic's going to change. I think in in a way, you know, at least for the first couple of years, anyway, you know, because like people are so going to be so want to go out like and just you know experience things again. Like they'll go at, at different times because I also too like 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 schools are not going to be really back to the way they were like, like their talks, there was some talks about like schools going through the summer, you know, because of all the lost time that they, they right. you know, type of thing. And some learning that's not like didn't happen probably proper learning because of all these virtual, you know, uh, scenarios that are going on with their, with their schools. So like that, that might change some of the dynamics, you know, in terms of, you know, like when things will happen and all. So, like I don't, I I really you know, like especially on the vacations, I like I don't think there's gonna be a lot of vacations going on in terms of like as much anyway as is because people are gonna be more worried about like getting back to a full swing of a job and everybody's gonna be like, yeah, I need to take a week off because I'm gonna go you know away you know kind of thing. It's like, well, you've been barely working now, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, thing. like some 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 you know uh, uh, companies and all. But the 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 idea is is that I I I. I I think, like, 
when movies get finally get released, you know, like these big these big movies, because that's the thing. Like like the there were talks of of Black Widow going on to you know becoming you know a movie that gets pushed back again because they don't want to release it on Disney Plus because they just don't feel. They'll they'll get more bang for their buck in the theater than they would if they got it on Disney Plus. That's how that's 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 my assumption to this of why they keep delaying it and pushing it back because I'm like they're they're putting the Ryan and the Last Dragon out like that just came out uh, a couple weeks ago. And yeah, but they did that the the, the what do you call it that hey pay thirty dollars to watch it now deal right and 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 th- and that's the thing like like that's that they th- you. And, and like I've I've seen a lot of the, the the message boards talking about it, and a lot of people bought into it. A lot of a lot of people threw that thirty bucks and going, you know, some people actually went to the theaters, took their kids to the theaters and see it, you know, because it's, it's like like they're not gonna they're not gonna let this this pandemic, you know, this, especially now it's it's it the numbers have been dropping lately that you know that to, to they want to they want to do this. So you you people are, are 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 you know they're they're making money so it's like disney could make money potentially to do this but they're not they're like you know we're going to wait till like the the covid's gone and then you know everybody's going to go out to the theaters and see this and and that's that's how they feel so like like a lot of these movies like i just don't like i don't think i think they're just waiting for this you know for the all clear sign basically They'll just keep pushing the dates back. Going, hopefully this is going to be that error. Like this is this, that's the time frame that you know we're looking at. You know, kind of thing. You know, and I say we're gonna we're gonna have to wait till May anyway here in the U.S. because that's when I think everybody's eligible to get the vaccine. So how many? You know, like how, like uh, of course that's going to be probably pandemonium. <laughs> but yeah, well, well Stacy read articles that if seventy five percent of the population gets um, the vaccine. Mm-hmm it kind of opens up to the, the immunity factor or herd immunity. It's called. Mm. Yeah. I'm there. There's a little bit of science there for you. There you go. <laughs> but that's the, that's the idea. You know, it's just like, you know, you, you, you know, that, that, but I mean, it's just like, we're, we're still, we're still like, we're probably at least six months out uh, from now to really, you know, being close to being back to somewhat of a normal thing. Like I, like I, 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 I'm, I'm really chalking up the end of 2021 basically. Like, you're going to start seeing things turn around like in that, in that frame. Cause, cause like I said, like the, the, I think the demand's going to be there, but like, how's our supply looking, you know, because now like right. apparently I found out that Biden's like actually going to give stuff to Canada and Mexico, you know, kind of thing. And it's just like, uh, you know, maybe we should wait on that, you know, kind of thing. Cause I don't think, right. I think you're underestimating the American public you know kind of thing you know a lot of people are like i don't want it i don't want it but it's just like yeah hey it's i can get it now or i want it you know <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> wait you got it well shit i guess i'll get it too right like <laughs> like all of a sudden like like people now like I've, I've seen a lot of my friends like online like not in a lot of them but a few of them getting it already and i'm like wow like like i i guess they had medical conditions i wasn't aware of that you know can get them you know further I, well, I mean, maybe, but there's also like um, I know that the convention center down here in Pennsylvania, uh, in Philadelphia, has opened it up to just casual walk-ins too. You know. Like, oh yeah, because can... I have a, a guy at work. Uh, you know, he was he's in his he's close to seventy. He was you know seventy five at the time. Now it's sixty five here. But they he he they were saying that you just tell them it's a glitch. They had a glitch in their in their system because apparently there was. And people were just walking in, and FEMA can't turn anybody away. They're not allowed to. 
Right. So they they'll take you, and then he even brought his wife down. You know, wife wife didn't even have an appointment, and she you know, and sure enough, they 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 they're like, yeah, we'll just sign you in, we'll just get you in, and that was that was the right. thing. But of course, the next day, the the National Guard was there to kind of like going, do you have an appointment? <laughs> like you know, let's let's you know let's let's systematically work this out. You know, kind of thing. So I kind of put a carbosh on a lot of it, but that's the thing. Like like. But going back to the movies, like you know, it's 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 one of those type of things where I we're we're just going to constantly see delays on the big ones that you know, like because they're not going. They want they they know they that their money's in the theaters. Like that's that's where the most where, where movies like live and die basically. Like you know, right. like these streaming stuff, they can't get accurate numbers, you know, and they can't get accurate money based off of this like they can't you can't go you you think they can but it's like i don't think it's as accurate because you know like if 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 i say like black widow came out and i paid 30 bucks i'm gonna have like 30 people in my house you know to make it worthwhile right. like you know kind of thing like like i'm gonna make this an event like type of thing like charge people a dollar you know i'm thinking like there you go you know like you know, it costs you a dollar to see Black Widow, but you know it was worth it because you know now, you know I I didn't lose much money to watch this, you know, and <laughs> you know, and then you know I maybe a dollar for me or whatever, but you go at least you know like it was it was worth like that's what I would do. I'd be, I would have I'd be having parties like you know like you know like oh you want to see Black Widow you know I, I start doing showings you know for like two bucks or something like that you know just to have just to make money you know not to really make money off it but to, to make my money back on that thirty dollars because this is that's a plunge but that's the thing like you know like you you can't accurately say it because it's like you know if you have a family of six and you you drop thirty bucks to see it that's not that doesn't cover the movie tickets at your local theater for this, you know, you'd be paying way more than that if you went to the theater. So like they're losing out on this. Like, even though a lot of people are doing it, they're just, they're just not making that money. So that's, that's why they think like all theater, like all movie companies are like, you know, like or studios are like, yeah, let's, you know, let's, let's wait this out. Like, let's, let's not put James Bond on a streaming video, you know, like kind of thing. They're like, right. you know, we, we definitely know we'll make money, you know, on this or, or, uh, uh, you know, uh, I can't think of the other movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Mortal Kombat movie. I mean, obviously it's coming out, but I, I, I don't think like that. That would probably would have been better as a summer movie, like a summer release movie, if it was normal, like time. Right. Like I could see that in a July time frame. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Um, I mean, they're gonna put them out when they put them out. I mean, I do. I'm thinking that by the time holiday. Holiday this year, we'll probably see a lot more restrictions being let up because I feel like it's going to. Right now, we hit the one year mark, pretty much, you know, right. of shutting everything down. Um, well, the other thing too was I just heard the the uh, University of Massachusetts just put out a thing, and the and the and uh, the CDC is kind of following it. For instead of a six foot distance, it's now a three foot distance. Okay. The same I mean, impact. Yeah. So, like to me, it's like you know that's going to change like the whole landscape of everything because now, now, like now, you can have closer distances. You know, so now, sure, like, but, then I, but every, every article like that, I also just saw an article that Florida just put themselves into a state of uh, what do you call it, emergency because spring breakers are really fucking shit up down there. Well, they're not. You're supposed to be still wearing masks. That's the thing. Like that's the the thing that people are missing out on. It's just yeah. like it doesn't. Are it, they though? They're are not. They? 
they're not. That's the thing. That's the spring breakers are not. That's the problem. You know, because Woo, the, spring break, they're, yeah. They're just they're I'm just, just gonna suck face with strangers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, some some guy had sex with three guy three girls and he just now has passed COVID. With to, three guys, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I I can't just assume anymore. <laughs> you know, they went, down the, they went down the spring break, had some fun. Next thing you know, they're locking lips with some stranger that they don't know. That could have been, you know, their aunt just you know had COVID and they didn't know. And they're like, no, I'm not. I'm not spoiling my spring break doing ten days of quarantine. You right. Know, no, sir, Bob. So that's the that's the that's the issue that we're I think we're dealing with at this point is is that you know just like there is. Uh, you know, there's just, just there are so many things. There's so many factors going on that it's just like who knows. But I, I, like I said, I, I think the the three foot distance is going to make a difference because I think they're going to have now more seats because they're going to figure out like three feet versus six feet. So they're going to okay. have be able to put more seats in a the theater, so they're able to get more ticket sales out of it. You know, like that's that's the stuff that people are look like looking at when they when they see these kind of these articles. It's just like you know these studies. It's just like oh, we can do this now. You know, because because a lot of it was just like now they're they were talking for schools. It's like oh, now we can get more, you know, let more pe- more students in a classroom. That's you know that's how they're looking right. at it. You know, kind of thing. You know, somebody was saying that Disney's now looking at their line segments. You know how how they how they separate their lines. You know, they have those six feet tape everywhere. You know, now they're going. Well, they put just put tape in between, you know, basically, and make it a three foot distance, you know, kind of thing, which is really the standard anyway. Like at this point, if you really think about it, if you stand in line, I mean, you should be literally three foot apart, even if there wasn't a pandemic, you know, like nobody's going to be two feet away or, or you know a foot away from you because it's like that's too close, you know. There's that there's that buffer that we we've always had as as a as a as a community, you know, type of thing. It was three feet, you know, whether you realized it or not, like that's what. It was you know because you know you're, you're not they're on top of something unless you're listening in their conversation and you know what want to butt in <laughs> right we've had those <laughs> you know at conventions and stuff we're standing in line talking about something and all of a sudden the guy behind us starts to like you know like I chime really in, like, in. <laughs> <laughs> well you know i heard this oh really okay stranger <laughs> who are Please? you i uh, like look, look we, we, we're we're going to pretend we're from the future and tell you to stand six feet back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You'll find out soon enough, sir. <laughs> so. um, all right. Ed. Yeah. Guess what? Don't <laughs> just tell me. Ace Ventura 3 is in development at Amazon with Sonic the Hedgehog writers. Oh, God. I didn't see this one. <laughs> Apparently, Ace Ventura 3 is reportedly in development at Amazon Prime Video. Um, the big update about Jim Carrey's classic Ace Ventura but Detective franchise actually came in the unlikely form of a retrospective about Morgan Creek Entertainment, the film's production company that launched the first uh, films like Ace Ventura, Major League, True Romance, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, The Last Mohican, and other 90s cult classics. In an interview that was what was next for the studio, Morgan's Creek team let it be known that Ace Ventura 3 is in the works and Sonic the Hedgehog writers Pat Casey and Josh Miller are on board. Apparently this is a statement. We're pretty excited about our franchise developments with Exorcist and the Ace Ventura franchise. Morgan Creek said in a statement to Park Circus. 
<laughs> During COVID, audiences have been in love and are thrilled to have beloved characters brought back with new stories. Ace Ventura will see a new day at Amazon as a major motion picture slash theatrical with Sonic the Hedgehog writers. Uh, interest in Ace Ventura uh, has surged in the last few years, especially in 2020, where new content was thin. Uh, Jim Carrey helped spark some of that renewed fan enthusiasm after he brought out the Ace Ventura in brief flashes last year. Uh, first, Carrey did some Ace Ventura impressions earlier in the year while out promoting Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Carrey then put a point put a point on the entire year in politics when he completed his Saturday Night Live arc as Joe Biden with a big Ace Ventura reference. Uh, the full statement of Morgan Creek Studio points out just how much popularity the Ace Ventura Facebook page has surged in the last year. The momentum is there. Um, more to the point, Amazon Studios quickly seeing the value in investing in nostalgic sequels. Eddie Murphy's Coming to America was the biggest streaming movie release of the year so far. Um, and was trending topic throughout its opening weekend. Uh, Ace Ventura would just be an easy win. Just get, get, Carrey, just get Jim Carrey back, surround him with some younger comics, a bunch of great animal actors, and next thing you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Ace Ventura 3. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Right. Um, of course, the person here like, wrote and, and some kind of redemption for the original film's LGBTQ plus mishaps. Um but yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. I guess we'll see. You know, everything's a good idea until someone actually figures it out. <laughs> so somebody writes <laughs> it, and you're going, "Yeah, that wasn't a good idea." <laughs> right. Um, also, Ed, are you a fan of Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, are you just saying that just to move the con- the, 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 the me to bring the article? Because you can say no, and I'd be like, "Well, tough shit. This is what's going on." <laughs> In that case, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Well, Ed, tough shit. Mrs. Doubtfire director confirms there's an existence of a rated R cut. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Well, I... well here, here it is. Uh, on Friday, director Chris Columbus revealed that an R-rated version of the beloved 1993 comedy Mrs. Doubtfire exists. Uh, confirmation came from Entertainment Weekly following a viral tweet that noted Robin Williams, who played the epitomous, uh, who re- noted Robin Williams, who played Iphigenia Doubtfire, improvised so much that there were PG, PG-13s, R, and then alluded to NC-17 cuts of the film. Uh, the official film is rated PG-13. Uh, Columbus explained that the numerous cuts came as a result of Williams asking to, quote, let me play after he did a few scripted takes. He would then go on for 15 to 22 takes on his own with improvisational lines. Uh, Columbus said he would sometimes go into territory that wouldn't be appropriate for a PG-13 movie, but certainly appropriate and hilariously funny for an R-rated film, he told Entertainment Weekly. Um, in addition there to not actually being an NC-17 version, it's unlikely that a full R-rated edition of Mrs. Doubtfire will ever be available, but that doesn't mean audience might not get more of Williams' comedic genius. Um, Columbus basically said, I would be open to maybe doing a documentary about the making of the film and enabling people to see certain scenes re-edited in an R-rated version, Columbus said. Um, HBO released a comprehensive documentary about the actor in 2018, several years after his death. Um, it's uh, unlike the cinematic portrait of Robin Williams com- coming inside my mind. 
Columbus's possible documentary would scope in on the significance of a single role. Uh, Columbus said that it could include interviews with him, of the other actors, um, and it would be great, best way to approach. I'm very proud of this of this film. He said. Um, so I mean, yeah, look, I, no kidding. I'm sure you know you let Robin Williams play. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna not well, not work blue. Well, it's the thing. Like I I've watched. There's like outtakes of him. He was doing some Sesame Street, like you know, like many many years ago. <laughs> right. And there was stuff that he had a hockey stick or something like that, or a stick or something like that. And like, what would you do with it, kind of thing. And he went off, and it was like, it's like, it was like some stuff was like, wow, like, and he he right. realized like he's on a kid show, and he's like, yeah, you can't use that, like, <laughs> and it was right. it was funny because you 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 know it's Robin Williams, and he just goes off, like he he gets something, and his brain just goes like a mile a minute, and you're. Just, you just you just you just go along with the laughs, you know, kind of thing, and, and then you know, you kind of start to realize, going, oh yeah, that was like a kid show, <laughs> like yeah, it's a little kid show, and you're, it's like yeah, that would be very inappropriate, you know, kind of thing. So have him having a rated R version of Mrs. Doubtfire is not a surprise in any sense <laughs> of the word, you know, kind of thing, because it's just it was just it'd be like yeah, like but now 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 if we do now is get HBO Max to put the money into. <laughs> they get you know like you know coming this summer <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire rated R you know it's like you know and then it's like yeah you know what I'd 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 buy HBO Max again just to watch the R-rated version of Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> you know to see see where it goes you know because <laughs> it's, it's Robin Williams how can you not you know <laughs> right <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm always interested in alternate takes. Shit, we just watched a whole movie of alternate takes. <laughs> Four hours of it. Um, but you know what? Sometimes, Ed, do you ever think, like, <laughs> this is the last article, by the way. Um, do you ever think that if I was an actor, like, okay, we talk about the show all the time. I can't listen to myself on the show. Yes. All right, so I kind of I'm like a one and done. Like after we're done, it goes into the can. And I'm like I don't think I've ever listened to that ever episode ever again because I'm always going to be critiquing or be like, oh my god, I sound so stupid, or I'll bitch about the sound quality. I'll do I'll just nitpick and I won't be able to actually enjoy it. Well, most recently, there's actors that way who feel the same way who never really watch their performance or you know have some sort of critique or not. But apparently, earlier this week. Um, Ryan Reynolds decided to watch uh, the Green Lantern movie for the first time <laughs> and live tweet while he was watching it. <laughs> so um, he uh, he cracked open a bottle of aviation gin, which is his gin, to watch Green Lantern for the first time last that on the 18th. The actor live tweeted his thoughts on the 2011 movie from start to finish. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll pick up some of the highlights here. He's like, starting Green Lantern now, first time ever. Too early to ask for a Snyder cut for the, of this fucker? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm swear I'm drinking the Grammy winner and international ambassador of joy, Taka Watiti, not to numb my pain in any way I might be in. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he caught. Um... <laughs> He's like, hey, Blake Lively's in this movie. <laughs> uh, he's like, honestly, the cast is incredible. He's like, oath still works. I stand by my oath performance. Uh, he's like, do you have any idea how weird it is to act while being attacked by an invisible space energy? 
<laughs> he also says he still has the ring. He posted a photo of the ring. Uh, his like, parallax thought he was so bad. He had no clue 2020 would make him look like a fucking beanie baby. Go back to space, asshole. <laughs> uh, let's see. He's like, wow. Hector just threw his father into a gigantic tornado of fire. That's exactly how my dad died. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, he's like, there's a lot of heavy hitters in his movie. Not always used in the right way, but still, heavy hitters. <laughs> Uh. He's like maybe at the aviation gin talking, but Green Lantern was nothing to fear. Hundreds of incredible crew and cast members did amazing work, and while it's not perfect, it ain't a tragedy. Next time, I won't wait a decade to watch. Uh, he also added, "Watching it was not all what I imagined. I'm normally so hard on myself, but being a decade away from it made it experience kind of weirdly lovely." <laughs> <laughs> So apparently he's one of those people who doesn't like to watch what he's in, which is weird. Because <laughs> he's, I guess, because when you're when you when you try to do something funny, you're always going to like rehash and play it over in your head, going, "Oh, I thought of something way funnier." Right. Just now, like you know, that moment in time when you're replaying it, you're like, "Ah, shit! I should have said this," or that comes to mind. But I thought it was interesting. You know, go back memory lane. Like that's what we're going to do. Ten years, Ed. <laughs> we're going to listen to our first show. <laughs> Well, I always. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna live listen to our own show and commentate. Going, ooh, that was bad. Okay, that, that still works. I still think that way. I stand by that decision. Uh, <laughs> we're really doing that? No. <laughs> oh my god! I thought you're kidding. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, really? That's good. that's good. You know what? I want to do that now. <laughs> I definitely want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that on our 10-year anniversary. I want to go back to our first show, listen, secret secret podcast number zero, and listen to it because <laughs> that is the rawest form of our show you could get because I think that was, that was like, we had nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had nothing. We were just did, Dude, talking away. That was super it. Secret pod- it, was the, it was the podcast to see if we could actually know how to post some stuff. And, <laughs> figure and out so how to do we- it. Yes. Right. Like, how do we figure this out? I don't know. Let's just talk about something. Let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> George Lucas sold, sold, sold it for four point four. Let's talk about that. <laughs> we we should we should just you know, that be our ten year anniversary. We'll just sit there and we'll have the audio play and we'll play the audio and then jump in. Go okay. We got to stop it there. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> Like a retrospect. Hey, hey, here's the retrospect no one asked for. <laughs> Ten years of geeksters. We're going to go back to when it all started. Ed and I are going to listen to episode zero and talk about it as we're listening to the show together. <laughs> See how long it can, it can last. <laughs> it's like an audio commentary of an audio play. <laughs> <laughs> Genius! <laughs> Copyrighted Geeksters 2021. Oh, oh like, my oh, God. Uh, this is why I said that. That was kind of funny. <laughs> so what were you feeling that time? Well, apparently I was feeling kind of gassy because you kind of coughed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Whew, we really don't have a, we really still don't have a clue what we're doing do we <laughs> Jeez, ten years later sound like two boobs in a basement still <laughs> just rambling away <laughs> that's it hey yeah folks that's the end of the episode there you Click. go <laughs> <laughs> peace out well I thanks for listening by the way Drop my headphones, just and walk away. Sean <laughs> 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 just, just hear me in the mouth ramble go muffling going, That's right. That's right, dude. Yeah, look at me. I'm gonna go downstairs and get something to eat, like go pee. It's like a butt dialed cell phone, you you're here to conversation Because <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to hum a hang up, I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's right. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> get a little pep talk, like, yeah, that's right. You did a good job, Sean. You're the best. You're so funny. You're so smart. You've been every single people that day. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Looking in the mirror, just going, You're worth something. You're beautiful. You're funny. People like the show. You're incredible. The the self affirmation at the end of it, like everything is golden. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear you know be dropped in, like okay, see you later, and just start crying. <laughs> I'm not funny. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. We're never gonna get to the ten year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean, did you hang up? What? No, no, of course not. <clears throat> hey, you still there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening. Um, if you haven't already, it's been almost a decade. Go to Facebook. Go to, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like, for God's sakes. <laughs> you know, you've been listening this whole time. You haven't clicked that fucking button. <laughs> or you can follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Yeah, fuck you. We don't need you then. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to hit that like button or kiss my ass. <laughs> Give me that free entertainment that you've been listening to. <laughs> All we ask is one simple thing. Go to a Facebook page and hit the like button. And after a decade, you still haven't done it. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm still in the fence. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, should I just hit the like button? I don't know. I'll give it one more show. <laughs> you know, maybe next week they'll be funny. <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking maybe it could be funny for the next 10 years. You know what? They're kind of meh. <laughs> Uh, it felt like the four hours Jack Snyder yeah you know uh, it's an average show just longer <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of lost their edge alright <laughs> uh, hey, well there you have it folks again Facebook Geeksters Radio Twitter at Geeksters uh, <laughs> but if you want to say any information or just want to say hello or yeah, if you just want to talk to us, you're just going to go, you're going to still aren't funny after 10 years. You can start off by contacting Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior!
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey.